been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground. I'm your host, Gene. Today is September 21st, 2021, and this is episode 52. We want to thank you in advance for taking this magical journey with us. We have a fun show today. We are joined by Olympian Jeff Galloway, along with a few other guests to talk about Run Disney and upcoming events coming up this year with Run Disney returning. Uh, We are going to do things a little different today. Dan and Steph are still on a hiatus, and Joey and Sam are actually traveling to Orlando to come visit me. So I have to have some special guests, some, some super friends as I like to call them, come join me this week and help out. Um, so without further ado, let's do the Disney Underground Roll Call. The Disney Underground Roll Call. Up first, you guys all know him, the King of the North. He's from the Six. Bondo, Chris Bond, what's up? <laughs> King of the North. King of the North. Uh, yeah, hey, what's up? <laughs> Good to have you. You know, we we we've always, you know, you were actually on the show last week. That it that we you know we did our uh our, our camping Disney camping buddies bit. We I actually know. had that on last week. So it's good to have two you on consecutive. two consecutive. Yeah. yeah, it's never happened before. Really? Uh, yeah. You, you, yeah. yeah you, you, that's the first time two consecutive. Uh, well, but, listen, I'm thrilled you had me back after our Gong Show segment uh, where we what do we do? We talked about who we t- who which Disney characters we take on a camping trip. Yes, it was good. <laughs> it was, hey, it was a, it was a fun time, and it always is when we're joined by by Bondo. So welcome aboard for the day. And thanks then for having me, sir. Oh, thank you. And so let's also kick it over to someone that nobody's really met yet and i'll explain who she is after we introduce her but vicky what's up victoria hello hi sounds very much like a princess disney princess sorry should i lower my voice no it's fine with me i I have a really high voice i'm so sorry it's kind of painful sometimes (laughs) no no it's fine i love to give nicknames out to everybody and i was like what what, what would we call victoria because like the name is a great name but you know, and I know your Instagram is Vicky Mouse. We got to come up with something. Maybe like, we'll come up with a song. I have like 45 million different nicknames. So if you can think of one that I've never heard before, it'll be 10 out of 10. The first one that I've had that's new in the past like 10, 15 years was Vic Vicious because I'm a very vicious human. You I know? like that. I like Just, that. Sure, you know, just, mean and intimidating. So Vic Vicious really, you know, fit me. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think you are. I think that's more of like the opposite of you. Yeah, but try not to be. And it will explain. <laughs> it will explain what you, what you know, some of the stuff we got coming up to in a little bit. Uh, but thank you for filling in for um our missing our missing friends today. And also, last but not least, uh, my homegirl Emmy. What's up? What up? What up? <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little known fun fact about me and Emil, me and Emmy, is another thing. Another one who actually everybody met a few weeks ago. She's going to be part of the YouTube cast um, that we were going to be launching this fall. But one little fun fact that nobody really knows. We just talked about it off the air a little bit. Is we both have the same exact birthday, yes, November fourth. We won't say what, we won't say what year we were born. We were born no, different sir. years, very close to the years. Uh, I got a couple of years on 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 M, but so we won't say the years because that's not no, good for not. either of us. Let's let's leave it. No. Listen, we were, all right. I'll just say it. we were born in '89. All right, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I all right, drinking age. 
<laughs> so, but yeah, so we actually have the same birthday. We're both Scorpios and Scorpios, Scorpio. Scorpios rock. So guys, thanks for jumping to the rescue this week and joining Ooh. me. Uh, we're a little short staffed and I said, who can I, I have fill in for, for Joey, Sammy, Dan and Steph. And I figured these are the guys, these are, these are the ones. And, hey, hey Gina, um, can, can I represent Dan really quick? Would that be all right? Are you going to give me a hi ho? Hi ho. That's for Dan. There you That's go, buddy. Dan. I heard that the Underground Podcast, the Disney Underground Podcast, is joining Magic of the Mouse Radio, along with We Like Theme Parks and a slew of other amazing podcasts, to jump on the online network of Magic of the Mouse. This is incredible news, man. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. You know, Chris, I could have said it better myself. And that's literally, I could not have said it better myself. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, you're, you know, um, welcoming us to the neighborhood. Yep. Starting next week, we'll be joining the station. So I want to give a shout out to Bill. He's been awesome and um he's such a good guy man and uh we you know we heard what he had going on over there and we've been this is something that's been in the works for for a couple of months now and uh, we finally will be joining you'll be able to hear us for the first time october 5th which is a tuesday at 5 p.m we'll be on tuesdays and thursdays at 5 p.m and you'll hear us also on saturday mornings as well so uh we yeah we're looking forward to it chris we're talking about we got to do some collaboration stuff too now oh for sure um, it'll be a lot of fun And yeah, looking forward to joining the uh, station with everybody. That's awesome. A lot, of, a lot of a lot of good shows. They got Old Whip Dad does the uh, is doing the, the Disney Music Countdown. That's pretty cool. Um, and you guys, obviously, I've been a fan of your show for a long time, as as everybody knows. So uh, yeah, again, just glad to uh, to come to you know join the neighborhood and yeah, man. Um, if you need a well, cup of sugar, just knock on the door. You know, we, you know, we'll lend you some sugar or some milk, mm-hmm. whatever you need. Eggs. I will um, do. I always need those things. I'll be knocking a lot. There you go. So we will, uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Also, some other stuff starting next week too, as we, we, we now join the station. Um, we are going to be joined every week by our off air producer, Jay Bergs. Uh, so Jay Bergs, I want to give him a shout out. He'll be joining us starting next week as well. Also, uh, we got a little bit of an update. Our website looks like it should be to go uh, ready to go this fall. So the magical will, um, I believe if it's not, it's not up yet. It'll be up in a few days, the coming soon page. And then shortly after that, a few weeks after that, the website will be, uh, uh official. So. Um, and also, M is here, Victoria is here, and they will be part of our YouTube channel. We have a ton of cool things going on with the YouTube channel. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, and girls, right? I mean, we we got some good things coming. Yes. We're excited? Very I can't, excited. I can't wait. Yeah, so good. And I think we're actually going to launch. We pushed it back a little bit. I think we're going to actually launch it November 1st, um, just because... There's so much going on October first. Let everybody yeah. let let everybody go go reach out to like the the big dogs that have been doing it for years. And we're yep. probably at this at this point we're gonna launch it like October. I'm sorry, November first now. So um, that's gonna be a ton of fun. And, awesome. Um, yeah. So uh, and also you know it, it's so it's gonna be me. It's gonna be Victoria. It's gonna be Emil. It's going to be uh, we have some people that you guys haven't met yet. Ashley, Stephen, the kid, Neville from Neville Neverland, who if you guys have seen him on YouTube. But we have a, a nice huge cast. You know, it's like I say with with our podcast crew, we all have good things in common that make us like one nice cool unit, and the things we don't have in common still work out to our benefit too. So it's a nice diverse group. I can't wait for us to get started and really bring you guys be able to bring you guys some uh, some cool fun. Yeah. But hey, we're mm-hmm. going to be doing a lot of other things too. We're going to be doing not just Disney. We're going to be doing some universal stuff. We're going to be doing just Central Florida in general, the Orlando right. area. So there's going to be a lot of fun stuff we're going to do. It's not going to be just Orlando Disney all the time. Living. Yep, Orlando yeah. living. It's going to be a lot of cool stuff. Uh, so stay tuned for that, guys. Uh, we can't wait to bring you a lot of cool stuff on that. Uh, but you know what? Before we get too ahead of ourselves, let's thank our sponsor, Magical Travels by Brian. The Disney Underground is proudly brought to you by Magical Travel by Brian. Contact Brian to help you book 
your next vacation. Magical Travel by Brian can help you not only book your next Disney vacation, but much, much more. Universal Studios vacations, all-inclusive Caribbean resorts, cruises, corporate travel. They can even help you book your wedding, even your Disney weddings. Uh, they're going to get you the best possible price of your trip, and it's a promise. You know what the best part is? The best part is their services are completely free. That's right, completely free. It's a no-brainer. It doesn't cost a cent. So for some info, go reach out to Magical Travel by Brian. You can reach them out on their website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. Email brian at magicaltravel.com or by phone 1-800-883-1535 extension double nickel. And that's Brian, B-R-I-A-N. All right, guys. It's free. It's really free. Like you pay, you don't pay anything. He doesn't make a cent from you. That's amazing. Yeah, okay, he, books your, he books your trip and you don't pay him a cent. And, and you know, <laughs> speaking of which, Emil, I got to ask you a question. Go ahead. What did the one snowman say to the other? Oh, God bless. What did the one snowman say to the other? The cold never bothered me anyway. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no, he said, do you smell carrots? Oh, God bless. Oh. I bet. Mine was better. <laughs> <laughs> At least mine was Disney themed. Come on. <laughs> I gotta be honest. You guys do belong together. You guys do need to have your birthdays together because this all makes sense. I tried. I tried. I suck at these questions and I tried. Emmy, you nailed it. You nailed it. You were right there with him. Oh my God. Beautiful. Yes. Match made in heaven, friends. Match made in heaven. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun YouTube journey. We might do a we should do a whole YouTube show on just dad jokes. What do you think? No? All right. All right. So let's let's hit over some Disney news. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney news. And kicking us off at Disney news this week, we have Vicky. Vicky, what's up? All righty. So for those of you that can't wait for the new series Hawkeye to premiere on Disney Plus on November 24th, I know I can't wait. Then we have some really good news for you. You can now see the official trailer on YouTube to help get you through until the premiere. The highly anticipated series stars Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld. Ooh, oh, I, I didn't know she was in this. I didn't know she was in Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's yeah, great. I'm super excited. Can I, can, and it's going to be in Christmas time. I'm so excited. <laughs> can I say something? Can Am I allowed to talk about the news? Is this how this works? Yeah, can yeah. You, go ahead. We want, to, we want to know what Bondo has to say. I could care less about Hawkeye. Really? And then I see this trailer, and I'm like, I'm in. It's got Christmas. It's got Avengers. It's got violence. It's got jokes. And it's got, did I say Christmas? I'm saying it again. Yeah. Christmas. Man. Yeah. Isn't every time Marvel has a series with a character I could care less about? Vision, Wanda, Winter Soldier. I don't care about any of these guys. Oh, come on. Yeah, I got to be honest, Chris. I'm allowed to have an opinion. Am I allowed to have an opinion? (laughs) I'm allowed to have an opinion. These are secondary characters. And I really am like, okay, they're okay. And then they get these shows and the shows are amazing. Marvel nails it every time. They're so great. Secondary characters. Wanda was about to kill Thanos. Come on. She's like the strong. She is. Well, she didn't do it. You know, even Thor missed. So, you know what I'm because saying? He had to rain fire. He had to rain fire on his own troops to get her off of him. Yeah. Come I on. I, I, I'm I, just saying she like she was. She's OK. Is she in the main group? Like the main cluster of Avengers? She's still an important gal. OK. I mean, listen, she's the most powerful. We know that her and Captain Marvel. Right. Yeah. Did you say yeah. on A1B? Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, TV time-wise and interest-wise, they're bringing all these second-tier characters from the Marvel superhero universe and giving them shows on Disney+. And each time I'm going, oh, man, I don't really care. And then I see the trailer, 
And I'm like, wow, it looks really good. And then I watch it and these shows are amazing. So I'm just saying, Marvel, you did it again. You got me yeah. again, Marvel. This looks awesome. There's a whole entire like theory because in MCU comics, uh, Hawkeye becomes deaf. That's right. Um, really? And so people are super excited because in this uh, trailer, it looks like he either has like an earpiece or like a cochlear implant in. And they're yeah. thinking like canonically, he's like canonically deaf. And so they're super excited. And I'm super excited to see this come to very come cool. to fruition. I'm very excited. My main question is, is this going to be like the new Die Hard question? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie or an action movie? Are we going to have that same question about Hawkeye two or three years down the road? Is it's, this a, Yeah, I felt those vibes, Gene. Definitely Die Hard, without a doubt, yeah. It, but, but it um, is a Christmas movie. It qualifies, right? Like I, I say, it qualifies. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll I'll have to, we'll have to see when it comes out if it's how much Christmas it is. Like oh, Die Hard, it, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, though, right? Like, does Victoria even know what Die Hard is? Because she's like, you know, oh my God. she's the baby in the in the house. Yeah, I know. You guys just told me eighty nine. I'm like, oh boy. Oh no, she, no. <laughs> Victoria is my daughter's age, man. No <laughs> Vicky, oh my god! So, have you ever heard of Die Hard, Vicky? I heard of it. I've never seen it. <laughs> She's like, I've heard of it. Sorry. It's an, it's okay, no, but no hate on you, movie. boo, because I am older than you, and I haven't seen it either out of choice. Like, what? no, Come on. whatever, whatever. Die Hard, like an action movie? Yes. And why yeah. do you to say that it's so why would it be a Give me the holiday, give me Elf, and give me all the other good stuff. I don't need to see no freaking Die Hard. Thank you very I much. I think it's like it's Harry fun. Potter. Where people that's think, you, like, but that's fall. That, that, that starts now. That's yeah. cuddle weather. Like I, I agree. So <laughs> that starts now. I mean, it's in my top five Christmas movies, but whatever. Die Hard is. Yeah. And it's Gremlins. Thing, though, it is a thing. People say that it's a freaking Christmas movie, and I'm over here like, say what now? But here's the thing, Emil, you haven't seen it yet, Em, so you can't really say yes or no. I probably have, and I don't remember if it was that bad. <laughs> okay. Who's in Die Hard? Not I'm going to look it up. It's like, Bruce okay. Willis, man. Bruce Willis at his finest. I know what it is. God bless. <laughs> she doesn't want to see it. She's out on it. That's I mean, it's cool, man. Do you? But if it you are into action movies and Christmas, yeah. I'm just saying. It's, it's oh, it's based on a book? A little slice of magic. <laughs> I don't... Over there. <laughs> is it true? I don't think it's based on a book. It says yeah. it's originated from Roderick Thorpe's novel, Nothing Lasts Forever. I love wow, you. Wow. I, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Vicky. What else we got? Um, What else do we have? Oh, so in, another Marvel news, because I'm obsessed. Uh, congratulations to the cast and crew of WandaVision for becoming the first show from Marvel Studios to win an Emmy. In fact, the popular series won three Emmys for Outstanding Fantasy slash Sci-Fi Costumes, Outstanding Production Design, and Outstanding Original Music and Lyrics for Agatha All Along, which is a very catchy song. If you haven't had the chance to watch WandaVision, then you should definitely head to Disney Plus to binge watch the series. You will not regret it. It's really, really good. Honestly, I had no hopes for it, and I just thought it was going to be like a really weird, like, 60s 50s and black and white television show and then it just like blossomed and was the most interesting tv show for disney and like so many like theories and mephisto and people were thinking of so many crazy things that it was so yeah. it was so entertaining to watch I, I i say this if you haven't seen it yet where where have you been because it's phenomenal agatha all along is actually written by the same songwriters from frozen one and two the lopez yeah mm-hmm Oh, really? I didn't know that either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's why I felt good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else we got? This is my most exciting one. I'm so excited for this. So popular nightly entertainment venue on Disney's Boardwalk will be reopening soon. Drum roll. Jelly rolls at Disney's Woo! Boardwalk will be reopening in mid-October, according to Scotty Kilwine, who is Jenny, Jelly, Jelly Rolls pianist. So if you're over 21 and looking for a night out, 
then head down to the boardwalk and check out Jelly Rolls, which Ooh, I'm you super guys, excited for. Pro tip about Scotty, because I'm a huge Jelly Rolls fan. Ask him to sing Rainbow Connection, and I'm not going to ruin the rest of it, but trust you will not be disappointed. He has kind of a shtick about it, and it's delightful. And Scotty, you are the best. I am a huge fan. So you're if you're listening, about, are you talking what? about the Kermit the Frog vehicle? Yes. Why are you ruining the magic? Well, <laughs> I, I thought everybody. I, I, but listen. I mean, I don't know. Jelly Rolls is popular, but not everybody knows. But like, if you're a newcomer, like, definitely put that in the bucket. Throw him some it's, extra cash. You won't be disappointed. That's a I, you know, and and I would love to think that once we get our stuff going on YouTube, we're gonna do a nice little segment from Jelly Rolls. I think that we gotta go out and do it. Please. I want to go to Jelly Rolls so bad. I turned 21 in, during the co- during the <laughs> pandemic, and so they haven't been open since I've been 21. You ruined and the I'm magic. Now, still haven't been. Dude, she didn't know about Kermit. I, I have a question knew about Kermit, though. I'm Can sorry. I ask a Jelly Rolls know. question? Yeah, that go, yeah, it's Can allowed. I get a Jelly Roll at Jelly Rolls? Are they? No. I believe not. I believe it's only alcohol and popcorn. Last no, yeah. Hard pass on for me then. No, no. no Ooh, jelly, that's popcorn. What else does one need? Chris, jelly rolls. I need a jelly roll. It's called jelly rolls. Why? What's with the fake advertising? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Chris, I have ca- Define a jelly roll. Is that like a jelly donut? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, isn't is a, it supposed to be like a covert bar at Disney? I don't know. You it's don't a really roll thing. It's, it's a snack. I, it's a I think. I think Chris would actually. I think Bonda would love jelly rolls if you ever took it out. And nah, I know uh, jelly rolls. It's great. It's great. They they do amazing. They're so talented. It blows my mind. They know so many lyrics. Yeah. I, I can't remember a lyric to save my life, and they know thousands. They're amazing. Best penis in the business. Honestly. <laughs> I'm so excited to go. I wanted to go during my Disney call program, but you have to be 21 just to get in. Yeah. Like, you can't even just sit there and enjoy. Like, you have to be 21. Yeah. And I'm like, man. Yeah, it's it's fun. We'll, go. We're going to do something. We'll do a segment from there once they reopen on uh, on YouTube for sure. <laughs> So definitely. All right. So what else we got, Vicky? So for those of you who are really big bag fans at Disney World, which I am, um, there is a new cool line of Dooney and Bork bags available at Uptown Jewelers at Magic Kingdom. Um, the new Walk in the Park collection features Jared Maruyama. Um, the artwork features art. Oh, I'm sorry. The artwork features elements from famous attractions, and the new collection features five bags, including one pass holder exclusive bag. The Walk in the Park backpack will cost two hundred seventy eight dollars. The Walk in the Park handbag will cost. $248 and the walk in the park tote will cost 318 and the walk in the park domed bag will cost 278 and lastly the exclusive walk in the park bag will cost $278 this collection is definitely worth checking out it's really good I think it's so cute I love it you know what? Big shout outs to Jared Mariyama. He actually has been on the show before. I mean, probably about a month ago, maybe two months ago. Uh, he's awesome. I don't know if you guys have ever um, checked anything out that he's, you know, all the other artwork he's done. I got some stuff in the background. That's Jared Mariyama right there in my background. Yeah. Ooh. So I, I love Jared Mariyama yeah. and super talented. He is going to, it's from what I last heard, he said he was going to be at Festival of the Arts next year. So uh, I can't wait to see him when he comes back out to Florida because he's, he's obviously located out on the West Coast. But he's such an awesome dude. Super humble. I can't say enough good things about him. Like I said, he's been he's been on the show before. Awesome dude. And I love seeing him now. Just now, now another thing. I, I In fact, I spoke to him two days ago, as a matter of fact. And I said, I, when when this kind of got announced, and I said, dude, every time I you, you something else with your name comes out on it, I got to get it. Like, I have to get this from my wife now. Everything that comes out with your name on it, it's just great stuff, man. So I was like, yeah, you, are you going to put me in the poorhouse? I got to get this now for my wife. So um, It's adorable. I love yeah, the bag. Especially really so it like has the castle placement on the front. I, I was telling my best friend, I sent her a screenshot of it. And I was like, I love this. Like, I want this so badly. <laughs> it's really, it's dope. It's, it's, he does a great job with everything. I mean, and if you go into like, 
like um, into Disney Springs. There's a couple of shops that have a bunch of his stuff on the uh, um, in Disney Springs, like the the kitchen shop because you can get a lot of cookware and stuff with his with his uh, for his designs and his illustrations. So thank you very much for the news, Vic. Let's head over to M and what you got. All right, guys. So fans of the Finding Nemo the musical show at Disney's Animal Kingdom may be upset to find out that the pre-pandemic show they loved will not be returning. Sob, because I am one of those fans. Mm-hmm. Disney has announced that a new and updated Finding Nemo the Musical show will premiere sometime in 2022. The original cast was notified that their show is discontinued, so the new show may have a totally new cast, which, again, is super sad. Um, the Disney Live Entertainment Department is still developing the new musical, and so far there is no opening date. Which, you know, I get it. The thing is, like, I live here in Orlando. I've met some of these equity performers, and it's brutal. You know, like, chop, chop. It's just what it is, and they've given their literal... Gosh, their heart, sweat, tears, all this stuff to these shows, and they do so, such an amazing job. So, I mean, you know, hopefully some of them can come back to the to the revamp. Um, fingers crossed. And if not, I hope that Disney finds a place for all those talented, talented actors and singers and all that good stuff. So for sure, well, yeah, so, I, I I was sad when I heard about that. So wait, they're they're gonna do it again, just a different version of the same. Yeah, show. which makes me yeah. wonder. Like, I thought it was perfect the way it was. Yeah. I don't get why they're doing now. Maybe unless they're, they're updating it to be a little, maybe they're gonna add a little finding Dory into the mix. Right, right. Maybe they'll almost make like a combination of the two movies, maybe. Maybe put some of these other characters in. I don't know, but because my thing is, if you're going to just do a Finding Nemo version, why change it at all? It was perfect the way it was. Like, why why mess with it? There was nothing to change. So the only thing I can think is maybe either A, they're stalling to announce that it's not coming back, which would be a nightmare, or maybe they're just going to revamp it in the sense of maybe add some stuff where it's, maybe they shorten the Finding Nemo part of it, and then it goes right into Finding Nemo into some Finding Dory as well. Right. That's the only thing I could think. And that, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, hopefully they bring back some of the, the cast that was that was in it originally. So they're back to work, you know. Um, you never know with Disney. Like there's so much corporate red tape that, you know, maybe some of the stunts were becoming problematic. Who the heck knows? Like true. it was an amazing show, but there was a ton of stuff in there. Like Dory was flying every show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> It was I super cool. And I was always so like, long. "Oh my gosh, please be safe." I, I, be, I and I come from that world, the theater world, and I, I, I feel like that show is probably expensive to operate with all the. That too, and, yeah. True. So, well, so you know, is, but it's it's the and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know how it is, bro. Like, I ain't trying to talk badly, but yeah. bottom line, bottom but, line. But also, and, and another thing is, it's also equity, right? So you're paying all those equity actors, yeah. all the technicians, mm-hmm. and those props probably break. And yeah, they're a little dangerous. Some of the things they're doing with those union performances. I'm a little surprised that they kind of presented it this way, like we're shutting it down, we're coming back. Like, why wouldn't they just say we're on hiatus or hey, yeah. we're excited to bring? Or in like they business. always say we're reimagining it because that's yeah. way yeah. Super yeah. Important. Things. But this Super. feels a little ambiguous to me, almost. It's kind yeah. of like, what's going yeah. on? Like maybe, maybe they don't know what's going on. Uh, if you guys know that these songs were written by the Lopez's as well, right? So I didn't know, uh, that. I didn't know that. And then after that, it became frozen, and you know those guys blew up and were and Coco and everything. Robert and Kristen Lopez, I think I th- I'm not sure if both of them worked on on uh, the Nemo show, but are they creating some new music for the show? I mean, that would be spectacular. Maybe that's maybe it's new music. Well, who knows? But I, wouldn't you say that? Wouldn't you say guys? Yeah, they would hype that. I think they would hype that because they would build anticipation and stuff. Yeah, and that's why I say maybe they're just holding off on saying we're not bringing it back at all, and that they'll they'll be like, let's just let's just hold and see what the. I feel like sometimes Disney will do that. They'll float an idea out there to see what the response is, and then based on the response, they'll fix it. Like 
like when when Ohana decided not to have the noodles at first, right? When they're going to reopen, they weren't going to have the noodles, and people went berserk. Well, then two weeks later, oh no, the noodles are coming back. We yeah, the yeah. noodles are coming back. Is yeah. it something similar to that? They just kind of want to put this out there in the ether and see what people are going to say to, right. to you know to a reimagining thing of it again. But you know, what? and talking about how it's a, a difficult show to produce, but so is Festival of the Lion King, and that came back with you know, and that's back. Yeah, that's, like I, I'm a, I'm a full believer in like once you've invested in the show, like you've paid for everything, right? You run it as long long as you can until people don't want to see sure. it anymore. yeah or that or that Lion IP, King. sorry or that ip becomes like null like nobody cares right. about right yeah. people are still into nemo and dory so oh, I'm just sure. Sure. it is kind of weird i don't think nemo like finding nemo like the musical at animal kingdom had like the same cult following as lion king it's like true. i it's... feel like everyone is obsessed yeah. with lion king which i totally understand i feel like finding nemo didn't have that same like Everyone's right. obsessed with it. The same draw. Yeah, they have the same draw. Lion King is yeah. definitely is definitely I think higher on the on the list. I almost feel like Lion King is the quality of actual like Broadway, but in the theme park. Right? But I thought the same. Are we about talking about, Nemo, we talking about festival? Festival of the Lion King. Yeah. The festival of the Lion King. Yeah. Guys, that was a parade. That was a cheap thing they did. They took a parade and they put it in an amphitheater and made it a show. It's not a it's, Broadway style. It was a, guys. It was a parade. Those are parade floats. I think I offended Chris with the whole Broadway. <laughs> no, no. I just I'm just telling you what. It it is. Those were parade floats. I just, I like, get it. They were being it, it, cheap and they were like, how do we do something? I got an idea. So I got to give you a history lesson. Here it goes. Beastly Kingdom was supposed to be in that area of the park. So instead they cheaped out. They had to choose. Eisner said either Beastly Kingdom or Dino. We have to pick one. He went Dino because that movie Dinosaur was coming out. So they made that Camp Mickey Mini and the Festival of the Lion King was in there and they were just looking for something cheap. So they said, well, what are we doing with these parade floats? Let's make a show. Boom. It was a cheap show that they put together. Look, it's great and it's lasted the test of time and they got all those acrobats and boom you know it kills it works and people love it but the, the nemo musical is an original it's the first pixar movie that has been turned into a musical it's yeah. it's an event it's a big deal it's robert lopez for crying out loud and you can like really shout that from the, the mountaintops now because he's famous as heck. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, I so I'm a little surprised that they're treating this this way. I think this is a money thing, guys. I think this is a, this is expensive to put on. Yep. How can we do it cheaper? Yeah. Bondo. Five minutes ago, you five minutes ago you were calling him George Lopez. So stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I like I like musicals, guys. You know, and I know a little bit about the musicals. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Berserk. I say it's like Broadway quality. He's like, whoa, stop the show. But I'm just telling you that those are those were just parade floats that they were yeah. they, listen, they were wildly inventive to come up with a show out of just stuff they had lying around. I'm gonna I'm gonna Pretty I'm gonna inventive. I'm gonna have a hot take right now. I'm gonna gather yeah. to say, if you ask me my opinion, Vessel of the Lion King is just isn't just Broadway quality, it's probably better than Broadway. Oh, I'm just playing I'm just messing with Chris. I'm just oh, okay. I was, sure. I was like, oh, I don't know, man. This is your show and everything, but yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm just messing with Chris, but now we know Chris is a sore spot when you, when, you, when anyone has something to say about Broadway. I love Broadway. I, I like know. Broadway too. I think the hey, Nemo listen. show is Broadway caliber. I, mean, I agree with that 100%. I, see, I, I thought, was blown away when I, I saw it. Yeah. I thought the Lion King one was until Chris basically said, no, it's not. And now it's I, fun, but I see what he's saying though. Now that you're putting that in perspective. I was like, yeah, them are free flows. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. All out. I like it. All right, okay, so, I had, I cannot tell you the last time I saw the Finding Nemo musical at Animal Kingdom. I did not tell you last time. Part of it too was the time investment, and they might be equal length, but I felt I feel like the night the Nemo one was like longer. Maybe it felt like it would cut your day up. 
I if, think the other one was long. Not, See, I felt the opposite. I felt like the other one was long. I don't know. I don't I know. I haven't seen either in years. Like, feels wise. Like, it almost felt like it had an intermission and everything. I'm like, this thing is long. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I just oh. always felt when I went to the park, it was like, I got to see the Nemo show. Because it's like mm-hmm. a Broadway-style show, compact. And I was like, I was surprised that they never, like, went the full route and kind of made that into a full feature 90 minute musical and brought it to Broadway. I was actually kind of surprised because it's mm-hmm. so good. It uh, is the puppetry and everything. Like it's, it's pretty inventive. I'm bummed that it's, that it is maybe going, I don't even know. Like what is this news? It might kind of going or we'll see it again differently later. Uh-huh. Maybe they're going to bring back an even better version and sweet. I'm down for that. But uh, I like having a musical in the park. That's a real musical with some real like inventive creative stuff on stage. And it's not something like the beauty and the beast thing over at uh, Hollywood studios. It's just a bunch of like people walking around in costumes that the, the voiceovers and I mean, it's fine. It's, I feel like it's for kids, but this feels real. And like there's real work and artistry that work there. So I hope that whatever they do is at the same level, if not better. But I think this is a cost cutting thing. In my view, watching what's going on in the parks, I worry that this is just, how can we make this? Oh, 100%. Disney is cutting yeah. out everything having to do with entertainment and paying their cast members, the, you know, the entertainment cast members, what they deserve is like a mm-hmm. huge issue with Disney for some reason. So yeah, I 100%. I mm-hmm. think so. <laughs> All right. What, uh, what else we got? Let's see. In recognition of exceptional teachers who are passionate about using the tool of imagination and in honor of the 50th anniversary, Walt Disney World will be offering 50 teachers a chance to attend their Disney Imagination Campus 50 Teachers Celebration. I'm going to tell this to my mama. She a teacher. Hey, hey. Teachers can <laughs> enter now through October 31st first by going uh, to the website and it's uh, Disney50TeachersContest.com. That was a mouthful. Um, Teachers will need to create an account and then submit an essay in which you describe an example where you've encouraged your students to use their imagination to creatively solve problems, including your own creativity in presenting the curriculum in a new and inspiring way. The 50 winning teachers will begin to be notified starting on January 10th, 2022. The winning teachers will be treated to a four-day, three-night stay at the Walt Disney World Resort full of imagination. The teachers will participate in a half-day inspiration session with Disney leaders and storytellers, gaining key insights and ideas that can be taken back to the class. The winning teachers will also receive an exclusive inside look at the reimagined Disney Imagination Campus workshops reflecting curriculum in science and technology, arts and humanities, leadership and innovation, and performing arts. These exceptional teachers, teachers, excuse me, will also get to experience all the magic of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. Good luck to all the teachers that enter. You all deserve the recognition. Here, here to that. Yeah, that's a lot. I love that. I know, me too. I love when they do that kind of stuff. All right. Also, Disney Plus, five of the remaining six films will be exclusively in theaters for 45 days. And one film will only have a 30-day run in theaters before becoming available on Disney Plus. Disney scheduled releases that will have a 45-day exclusive theatrical release are The Last Duel on October 15th, Ron's Gone Wrong on October 22nd, Eternals on November 5th, West Side story oh my gosh i'm excited on december 10th Mm -hmm. and the king's man on december 22nd the one film that will have a 30-day exclusive theatrical release is encanto gotta say it right y'all encanto (laughs) (laughs) 
on November 24th. Kareem Daniel, who is chairman of Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution, has said, following the tremendous box office success of our summer films, which include five of the top eight domestic releases of the year, we are excited to update our theatrical plans for the remainder of 2021. Encanto, I'm excited to, to see him. It's, yes. Yakuza of your lady. Colombiana weapon. Yep. <laughs> yep. She's <laughs> Colombian and that's where it takes place. So she's, I love uh, it. You know, finally we, we get uh, a South American um, Disney movie, right? Yes. Oh. I'm excited too, man. I mean, they. Yeah. I'm a little offended they didn't go Boricua on it, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> All right. So the fourth story. Are we ready for this? Go ahead. Yeah. Disney's Animal Kingdom is celebrating the birth of baby white rhino. Disney announced the birth of the male white rhino on September 14th. The baby boy was born to a first-time mom named Yao, which we're going to guess that's the pronunciation. It's J-A-O. And both mother and baby are doing great. We don't know how big the baby white rhino is yet because man and baby are given time or mom and baby are given time to bond. White rhino calves can weigh as much as 140 pounds. That's one chunk. So that's, cute. That's, I saw video. Crazy. He is so sweet. No, <laughs> no chunk of love. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Funny story, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love these. I'm riding um, Kilimanjaro safaris with a group of girlfriends. And we had somehow found out, I'm sure like Disney Parks blog or something, like posted it all over that the baby elephant had been born. And they actually announced the name. And my friend said the name really loud. Like, oh my gosh, I hope we see Stella. Straight got yelled at by the tour guide. Like, do not say her name because like the animals freak out. And like, we got totally scolded by the Disney Kilimanjaro Safaris tour guide. It was a day to remember. <laughs> well, Stella now we all know. Apparently you could not. It's what like Baltimore. Have you girls ever seen street a streetcar named Desire? No, no. But my parents always like reference it when I call my brother, uh, my boyfriend. They haven't even seen Die Hard. Oh, so so, yeah, yeah. Stella. Yeah, I know that. I've never actually seen it though. But Seinfeld also with Elaine Bennis on Seinfeld also has a reference that way when she was on pain medicine, she could go with Stella. Oh yeah, so, no, that's it's a great a movie. Quote, but I, had, movie. I couldn't tell you where it came from, though. But yeah, never we seen it. it. Yeah, it's very. You popular. guys got to see it. it. Classic movie. And you know what else? That reminds me of a question. Uh, what kind of witches like the beach? <laughs> Hold on. Hold it's on. A sandwich, guys. A sandwich. Oh, Chris, why you gotta, uh, Chris, why you gotta, uh, that's not cool, man. Because it's painful. That one's painful, buddy. Okay, here. Tell you what. Cut this part out, and you can do the. You can do it. No, I'm not cutting it out. Chris, you ruined it. Now you gotta live with that guilt. <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh no! I didn't, I didn't know you get like two of these per episode, dude. You I usually a, just do one, but I felt like it's a special episode. I got some new friends. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let me ask you one other question. Did you guys hear about the two antennas that got married? No. The two antennas that got married. The ceremony was really boring, but the reception was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. You like oh that man, answer. that was good. I'm sorry, Danny and Stephanie. Is that the right that response? One. That's the right response. Oh, wait. Were you, you feigning enthusiasm? No, 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 no. My enthusiasm is never, it's always like legit. I mean, look at this face. Canadian, he's too nice. I look I excited. Yeah, and I'm from Canada. Everything's I feel like that was ca- Canadian pity. I felt like that was Canadian pity. Can you pity. sing for us the Canadian anthem that they played at the Canadian Pavilion at Disney? Because that was kind of my favorite. Well, that's not the Canadian anthem, though. Oh, crap. Uh, okay, so the Canada, Canada, my Canada, Canada, Yay! the lifetime. 
time wonder. The fake Celine Dion at the end. That was so great. That, that's not the Canadian anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> yeah, the oh, Canada. Na, 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 na. Yeah, more. Yeah. So basically, it's clarify. like our, it's our America, the beautiful. Oh, Canada, the one at Canada was basically like the our, song that you hear at Epcot is just yeah. for Epcot. Canadians do not know that song. Uh, not like America, the beautiful, oh. or like like our backup song. You know, our backup song that is like a hockey game song? is the best game you can name. Like that's kind of a backup or Snowbird or something like that these songs are way too old for you guys you guys going you know yeah Uh, (laughs) but that song is just something disney made it's beautiful i like it they should have totally made that like a sub anthem because i like i sing it i've sung it on my show with matt martin my canada you're a lifeline something of a traveler it's great. It's beautiful. It and they was do it in so French. great. I was Canada. kidding with you sad when they changed that show. I loved it. Martin well, Short was hilarious. You know, the Martin Short one was much better. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is? They bring in two Canadian comedy legends and they're not funny on it. They do. They got Eugene Did Levy. I even watch that? I don't even know that I watched that. Who well, is they it? changed it a year ago. So they changed it. It's got Eugene Levy and Kathleen O'Hara. Oh, I'm saying your name oh, right. Oh, Shit's Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit's Creek. Exactly. Like, they're amazing and then they're totally serious in that movie they're like canada this canada i'm like when are you gonna crack some jokes you know it's- yeah i'll admit it was it's a bit of a letdown because like, yeah, i thought it was i thought it was you know you figure you get the one of the funniest shows in the history of tv shit's creek and then you forget these two on it it's going to be yeah. you know a laugh a minute and it's like oh this is like a serious documentary especially after they had mark the martin short version which was like i don't want to call it hilarious but it was fun like it yeah. was it, it more was it was cute it was good. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the best crazy. Canadian export ever to me is Chris Bondo Justin himself. Justin Bieber. <laughs> no, Chris Bondo. I concede to Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> is, Bondo's my favorite. Poutine. poutine and Justin Bieber. I concede. You know what? Uh, poutine, comes in, poutine comes in second to, to Bondo. Bondo's my favorite ah. Canadian export. Bean, Question. What is, the, what is the plural of poutine? Poutine? I think it's just poutine. You would say, let's have some poutine. Like moose is say, still moose. Yeah. yeah. I think it, I would we say, had a whole I, entire debate about this last time we were in Canada. Like Epcot Canada. Yeah, a whole yeah, yeah. Debate. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't say What poutine. was the answer? Educate us. One of my cousins said that it would be like poutine, like the like the French, like poutine. Like if you're getting like multiple, it's like poutine no. instead of like poutine. But it's depend. I guess it depends on where you you're from in Canada. Because then another one of my cousins was like, "No, my best friend is from Canada, and they say like poutine." So I'm like, ah, you just say it depends on where if you're, you're in French. You'd say poutine. Bonjour, j'ai besoin de poutine, s'il vous plaît. You'd say poutine, and then would you say the same? So the plural of poutine would be poutine. It's just the I'm same. I'm even gonna try. Did you just speak French on the show? Another. Well, another another record has been broken. That's the most French ever spoken <laughs> on the Disney Underground. We need closed captions. That's why All they right. have. That's why part of that song is in French. Oh, to les arbres, les dans la forêt. I don't know the word, you know. <laughs> Done that song. That's enough Canada right. talk. You're All losing right. listeners by the second talking about Canada. <laughs> very good point. Let's kick it over to you for the news, Chris. <laughs> oh, me news. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. you news. Okay. Well, hey, I, I'm going to start with some sad news. It's unfortunate, but uh, Mr. Ed Asner. Edward Asner has passed away at age 91. Huge bummer. Uh, you might know Mr. Asner as the voice of Carl Fredrickson from Up! 2009 Pixar film, which won a bunch of Academy Awards. Uh, Ed Asner also revived the character when he did Carl Fredrickson for the Disney Plus series Doug Days, uh, which premiered on September 1st. So you can check that out. And he's also going to be making a cameo on Muppets Haunted Mansion, which I'm so excited about. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and that's going to be begin streaming on October the 8th. Ed Asner was a legend. He's going to be missed. Yeah, he's truly, truly a legend in the comedy world. And it's, it's a huge bummer. But uh, it's great to see that you can find him. Like, he, he kept going. It's 91. He kept mm-hmm. it. Owen. So, yeah, he worked right to the end. I, yeah, yeah. There, there is a huge legacy of Edward Asner that you can enjoy on Disney Plus and all over the place. So mm-hmm. truly uh, uh, cheers to his career and uh, and check out uh, all the Ed Asner stuff because he's he's a legend. He's amazing. Mary Tyler Moore. I mean, that's where I mean, that's where I know him from the longest. Uh, it, I felt like every generation he had something like big on every generation. Like, you know, you get a lot of old actors <laughs> with the, that last that lived to 91 and they pass away. They might not have worked for 20 years, really. You know, I think kids are going to remember is, oh yeah oh without a doubt I think kids are going to remember Elf because he plays Santa yep. and Elf. he plays Santa and Elf Aww. he was in uh, he was in Cobra Kai he played uh, William Zabka's stepdad in, in Cobra Kai yeah yeah he did I mean he totally. just kept working man he was with it so good on him but I got more news the news let's does go. get better let's get some better news alright if you go to McDonald's and I do you might be hungry and you want to stop for a happy meal you might find that the toy in the happy meal is going to be a Walt Disney World 50th anniversary commemorative toy so there's 50 different toys I'm assuming these are the, the characters that they put the statues up of around the park all the different park icons so you can collect all 50 of these super cool toys toys in the Happy Meals. I'm excited about it because I'm done getting Space Jam in my Happy Meals for my kids. So let's, uh, yeah, let's mix it up with some super cool 50th anniversary commemorative icon park character toys. So that's really cool. That's big news, right? Yeah, I love it. Uh, more news, guys, and the fun, the hits continue. Epcot has announced that the Candlelight Processional will be returning to the Festival of the Holidays, which is going to start on November 26th, right through to December 30th. I love me some Candlelight Processional. Same, it's so sweet. Ah, uh, yeah, it's the greatest. And then finally, a little tidbit of information is the Space 220 restaurant at Epcot has finally opened. Now, if you're going from September 20th to the 26th, like this week, you cannot get a reservation. Don't bother. It's walk up only but from the 27th of september on you can actually start getting your reservations now to experience space 220 hey do you want to eat in space oh yeah here's your shot check it out space 220 eat in space it's like you're floating whoa all right so that's gonna do it for chris's news and now uh, i am up former president of walt disney world george calagridis has received the honor of a window dedication on main street usa in the magic kingdom george calagridis who is currently the president of segment development and enrichment for disney parks experiences and products is a 50-year cast member at walt disney world resorts he started in september of 71 which ironically is the same time i started with disney and uh as a busser at disney's contemporary resort over his 50-year career he has a variety of leadership positions with Disney parks, experiences, and products, including presidencies at Disneyland Resorts, Walt Disney World Resort, and uh, George Calagridis's widow is a located window. Sorry, window is located at the Chamber of Commerce on Main Street, USA. Very nice. But that boggles my mind. Yeah. Like to start it as a busser at a no. con- at the contemporary. Like you I'm know. a server right now at Disney, so like that but boggles my you, mind. You could be the next Bob Chapek, Victoria. Take your one step away, ah. one step ah. away from Chapek. Listen, you hear a lot of listen. A lot of these guys start off serving ice cream. I mean, John wasn't John Lasseter from Pixar. He was an ice cream guy, wasn't he? And I think Tony Baxter. Tony Baxter, I think, worked in the parks as a kid. Talent um, outside of serving ice cream. I don't have talent outside of serving. 
<laughs> they they have like you know degrees in business and like not education. At time, though, not at the time though. You never know. You never know where, where what you can do. And it seems like Disney has hired a lot of people that started off doing some of these smaller jobs and have gone up the ranks and 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 now run Disney. So it's um it's inspiring to know that they are a company that will hire within like that. You know. Yeah. You so, move up in the Disney company, which is nice. Yeah, you have right. that opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Also, according to Orange County Sheriff's Office. An unidentified man was caught using a stolen iPad from the Disney parks to give unauthorized tours and was allowing groups to skip lines while at, you know, at Hollywood Studios back wow. in June, on June 4th. Disney <laughs> says the, I, the iPad has a private company app that was used to get to front of an attraction line without having to stand in line. Only authorized Disney cast members may use the app for qualifying guests. The unidentified man was issued a trespass warning and banned from all Disney-owned properties, but he was not arrested i gotta tell you i mean it's, it's kind of funny no it's like impersonating a, an officer like this guy was holding tours <laughs> yeah like, like i don't know how he did that like did he make his own costume and like that's had what a, i'm saying like like had a name tag like that's what i'm saying like it's it's one thing to just use the app to kind of like work your way to get to the front of the line but it sounds like from what i'm understanding is he actually was giving tours, tours. Yeah, he's giving tours like giving vip tours and if like you know, was not a cast member people that don't know like the lack of a name tag, the lack of a costume, they wouldn't know. You know what I mean? But like what is but where is he gathering the group? Is he like sitting out front? Hey guys, you want a free tour? Come with me. Let's go. I got the yeah. Like where did he gather the group he selling packages on Craigslist or something? Who knows? Like was it cra- like he had a, 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 tour, a thing on Craigslist? Free Disney tours? I mean, like I can I get don't know. you to the front of the line. Let's go. I gotta tell you what. I didn't even know that was a thing, and I'm a cast member, so I, like I didn't even know that was possible. I gotta tell you what. I would love to see a Disney Plus documentary on this guy right here. I'd love to see a Disney Plus documentary on this. All right. Well, I got <laughs> no. I got one last story. The Disney yeah. College Program will soon be accepting new applications to enter the program. The Disney yeah. College Program gives participants the opportunity to gain on-the-job experience with Disney's world-renowned company. The Disney program provides unique work experiences all while preparing for the future, building transferable skills that include networking, problem-solving, teamwork, and effective communications. Definitely stay tuned and we will let you know more when we get the info on how to apply. Uh, Victoria is yeah. a, a a proud DCP member. Alumni. Yeah, three years yeah, ago. There you it go. makes me feel old, even though I'm not old. But yeah, it's amazing. The application process is like very stressful, but very magical, I guess. Yeah. Can I, can I, I guess say one magical. thing, Victoria? Yeah. You're not allowed to say makes you feel old ever. Oh, me or any Listen. of us. Don't oh ever say God. that. No, no, no. That's <laughs> I, offensive. Because like, people were like, you did your Disney college program. I was like, yeah. And they're like, when? I was like, three years ago. Like, that just, yeah. I don't know. It makes me feel like old. Like, I did it. Th- I don't. And then I used to work with girls who were, as a host, they were hosts and I was a server at my old job. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they just turned 18. So when I first met them, they were 16. And like, they were like, well, yeah, you're old. I'm old. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, old. I tell you what, like, I don't even know them and I hate them. So, yeah, it, <laughs> it like, it's very uh, painful when I talk to them about like their life and like college applications and like boyfriends and things like that and I'm like I'm old I'm I'm an old person now well, but I'm 22 I'm not old but I'm old I don't know <laughs> you know take it from, from the rest of the cast here. you're not old okay <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know I, it's one of the regrets I have in my life is not doing the Disney college program I just didn't know enough about it when I was younger you know, mm-hmm. a baby like Victoria. And it's a total like stepping stone to, to, to a future at the company. Like I know a couple of ah, guys yeah. who did the, the college program, worked in the Canadian pavilion and then had a career at Disney, like did yeah. stuff. Yeah. Movies. 
They definitely favor people that did DCP. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. So guys, that's actually that's the final part of the news this week. So let's uh, let's welcome our guest, Olympian Jeff Galloway. <laughs> Okay, so joining us this week, we have a a running legend, a run Disney legend, an Olympian legend, Jeff Galloway, and I'm super excited to have him in today. How you doing, Mr. Galloway? Thank you for joining us. Gene, I've been looking forward to this. Uh, you've got, uh, you do a good job. You've got a good following out there. And boy, I, do I love the Disney events. Uh, so I'm so glad you're, uh, so, so many nice things that you say. I appreciate that. And just thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time. Glad so, to. So yeah, you were an athlete on the 1972 Olympic team, which is like mind blowing. It's so amazing. You competed in the 10K um, for the USA. So before we even get to the Olympics, when did you start competitive running? When did, like, what was it that you said, this is, this is what I'm going to do? Well, my story gives hope to those who start out at any activity and don't seem to have any real ability to do that. I was an overweight, lazy kid at the age of 13 and uh, went to a new school that required boys to go out for strenuous athletics after school. I happened to hang out with a group of runners that were funny. And uh, I, I didn't, I really didn't take to running at all right at first, but they sort of egged me on to join the winner cross-country team. And uh, the way that they did that is they said that you could actually lie to the coach and tell the coach that you're going to run on the trails in the woods. And all you have to do is jog out to the woods and hide for the rest of the workout period. Now, I did that for the first couple of days, but I uh, got caught by one of the older kids. And as soon as I started running with that group, my life changed in just incredible number of ways, mind, body, and spirit. It's the same type of enhancements that uh, the Run Disney runners find when they get into our schedules and realize that with the right run, walk, run, they don't have to hurt. And they can get these amazing mental and, and boost to the spirit that you just don't get in anything else, which really has been documented. I discovered that when I did the research for my mental training book. You know, and I actually have a little bit of in common too, because I'm an overweight, lazy kid. The only difference is I'm 43. I'm not 13. So <laughs> that's okay. At any age, you can get into this and you can get amazing benefits and you don't have to hurt. You don't have to puke. <laughs> well, that's that's definitely good a good thing for me because I am just, as we said before, I am just getting started in the Run Disney community. Wine and Dine will be my first one, and I am looking very much to getting involved, and I am looking very much to to kind of following your your training guideline. And uh, as I get started very soon to start that, you know, what, let's let's talk a bit a little about the Olympics. What was that like to compete in the 1972 Olympics? Like, I mean, that's I mean, it's such rarefied air for any athlete to be able to be to say they were a member of Team USA. What was that? What was that like? It's uh, an amazing experience. And uh, at each stage of my career, from the time that I was an untalented high school runner, and it took me five years to, to even qualify to get into the state championship in Georgia, and I didn't give up. 
So I went to uh, to college, small liberal arts uh, school, didn't have scholarships, and I kept working on getting a little bit better. But I still didn't reach any national rankings. I went into the Navy because when I graduated, the Vietnam draft was still on, and, and I had a number of three, which meant I was going to go to Vietnam. So I volunteered for the Navy f- service and uh, didn't run very much for uh, the majority of my three years. So when I got out, I had to decide whether I even wanted to continue doing it. And because of the mental and spirit benefits, I had to do it. It just pulled me right into it. So um, I had two years before the next Olympics, the, uh, the Munich Olympics. I really was not on the the drawing board of anybody that was a candidate for that. But I just knew that I could improve at least a good bit from where I was. So my goal was just to try to qualify to get into the Olympic trials. And I didn't really do that until the last couple of months before the trials. But I got into the trials and and my training and uh, my mental preparation and everything was clicking away. And I realized a dream that very few athletes are able to do. I was able to come from way back in the pack. I, I started out in my 10K race in last place for the first mile. And I just picked one runner off after another and finished second qualified. And the experience in Munich and the competition and friendships that I developed through that experience are just unequaled uh, in any other experience I've had. It was a wonderful experience. You know, it's such a cool, like when you hear that, it it was like a come up from behind story. You were in last place and you just, like you said, you just picked off one runner at a time. And that's really inspiring too. And just in itself, Uh, what would you say other than Olympics is one of your major accomplishments that you're, that you look back on and you're so proud of? The year after the Olympics, I had ran the Olympics and I taught school for a year. And it just didn't match up with not only my running career, but but my uh, my whole mindset of teaching. Classroom teaching just wasn't for me. So I decided what I wanted to do one year after the Olympics, devote my life to helping others get in to running and fitness to help them get all of these amazing benefits that I receive. And the venue that I decided upon was to start the very first, to open the very first running specialty store called Fidipides. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, But because of the desire to mainly help people, and this is where I focus my attention, I could give people advice and they went out and told their friends. Their friends came. And as a result, my store became successful and I developed a series of training methods that go back now 50 years when I actually started uh, training people. And this is the next thing then you ask about what I'm most proud of. Well, my run, walk, run method. I have heard back from over half a million people who've used the method successfully. And uh, the stories they tell are just phenomenal, not just about what they've been able to do with running or fitness in general, but how they've been able to change problems in their life as a result of the fitness that they gained which is very well documented by a lot of the research on what exercise does for you. So 
I have no idea how many people have read my 32 books and who have uh, used my method, but it's into the millions. And the books have been translated into 17 languages. So I regularly hear from people around the world who are using this. And what's really neat is that uh, a lot of those folks from other countries realize that I'm the training consultant at Disney, run Disney. So they, uh, a lot of them end up coming to the races and uh, it's really a good reunion. That's cool. That's a lot of books. You wrote 32 books. That's impressive in itself. Well, uh, again, it's part of my mission to really give people the tools that can allow them to make these amazing changes in their life. And uh, and it, it's it's happening. It's wonderful stuff. That's really just amazing. So how many marathons would you say you've probably ran over the course of your life? Well, I'm, I'm pretty close on this, but it's uh, 235. Wow. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of miles. Yes, but I started a long time ago. I actually ran my first marathon in 1963, uh, and I've been running them ever since. I you probably know this, but uh, two months ago I actually had a heart attack, and it was uh, out of the blue. There there were uh, no uh, lead ups to it. Uh, had no family history, but. I'm on my way back now. I'm on a comeback and I hope to be able to run marathons again. But because of what happened, I'm taking it easy. Yeah. I'm back to running. I'm also back to uh, walking uh, somewhere around six to eight miles a day, too, and feeling as good as I've ever felt. Uh, So uh, things are really improving. And uh, I know that I will be running Disney races, uh, including uh, at the Wine and Dine. But uh, whether it's a marathon in January, we'll see. I've, I've actually run every single one of the uh, Walt Disney World marathons. Excellent. You know, and, and if anybody can, you can. God bless you. Prayers that you can again. Um, I know you, if anyone can, you will. So I, I know I'm going to see you out on the on the run Disney races um, well, very soon. I appreciate your support. And it, that's the other great thing about runners. I have received individual support messages from, I guess, close to 10,000 people around. A lot of them are Disney runners. It's just a wonderful community of supportive people. It is. I, I just a few people that like since I've decided to run it have been very supportive. Just me reaching out to certain people and giving me tips and stuff. It's really been a, a really just a definitely a very cool community of run Disney runners. It really is. And Gene, I'll be one of them. I'm volunteering to to help you anytime you have any questions that come up. That is awesome. And I definitely will be in touch. And I definitely um, hope to see you in in November for the for the run Disney events. And yes. um, so you know, what would you say your favorite course? that you've ever ran a marathon was? Like, what was your favorite marathon that you've ever done? Well, you can imagine with over 200 marathons under my belt that I've seen a variety of courses and uh, different types of events. And that's very true. So basically, I don't believe that I could actually honestly say that I could rank one, two, three, and four, but I can put races into categories. For example, uh, for the... uh, the, the family uh, celebration type category, uh, the Walt Disney World Marathon is 
right at the top of the list. And, and there's several others around that do a good job with that. Uh, for scenery, a number of really good marathons that where you're really like in a postcard, you're running one scene after another in a beautiful postcard. For the uh, fundraiser, it's the Breast Cancer Marathon in Jacksonville, Florida. Anyway, there, there are just so many great, great races. Uh, but the course in the Walt Disney World Marathon is very special because of all the things that the Disney folks are able to do. And, and they, they really do it to the nth degree. I mean, you're entertained, you're supported, you have fun along the way, and you see people open up that uh, don't normally open up in other races. You know, what would you say to anyone that's looking to, actually, you know what, before I even, before even do that, what, how did you get started with Run Disney? Like, how, how did, did they approach you? Like, how did that come about, really? When the uh, first race was put on, which was the marathon, there for the first several years, starting in 94, the only race that Disney had was the marathon. Uh, and uh, I was invited along with uh, a few other people who were very prominent in running at the time. Uh, very quickly, people started gravitating towards my clinics because a lot of the folks who signed up for the races had not adequately trained. And so they needed some help. And the Run Disney folks realized that I could answer their questions and I could get them on a training program that very few people had problems with. It, it was simple. It uh, required a minimal amount of time training and it allowed them to be able to run without injury. And, and so we forged this wonderful alliance, which uh, has been just in, incredible over the years. And uh, we've literally helped hundreds of thousands of people get off the couch and uh, do one of the uh, Run Disney events and then go on to do a whole bunch of other things. I'm the beneficiary of a lot of those emails and uh, letters and stories. And I'll be one of them soon. I know you will. <laughs> so uh, what would you say to people thinking about it, like thinking that they A, can't do it because they've never ran before, People like in my situation, although, but I already signed up for people that haven't signed up that they're thinking, ah, I don't know if I can do it. I don't, you know, what would you say to the ones that are interested, but haven't signed up yet? What would you say to them to, to get them to, to do it? Well, we have a whole lot of resources, uh, both on the Run Disney website and also on at jeffgalloway.com. Uh, so if you're looking to understand the intricacies of my method, uh, go to jeffgalloway.com and it has a whole lot of, of extra resources. The core resources are definitely on the Run Disney website. But if you just need more information, jeffgalloway.com can help you there. And uh, the bottom line is that I'm totally open to helping anybody who has had problems along the way or has questions about whether they can do something or whatever. And I have a lot of resources that are uh, free. Uh, some of the sessions are more in depth, like some weekend retreats that we do in Florida and also in, uh, in Carmel, California. But the ultimate resource for an individual is they can email me 
at no charge whatsoever. And my email address is jfg at jeffgalloway.com. I love helping people. That's awesome. And the fact, besides the fact that you, you, you love helping people, which is awesome in itself, the fact that you're saying, just email me, you give you, you give your actual email address, say, just email me any questions you got. It just shows you that the man that you are, you really want to help people get back in shape. You really want to help people get, be healthy and, and run. And there's not words to describe how, how amazing that is. And I just, I just want you to know, I really appreciate you as a runner, as a person, as an Olympian. I mean, what an amazing individual and just an amazing person you you are. I'm so glad I got a chance to, to speak with you. Well, you're mighty kind, but I have to say that I get rewarded every day by dozens up to hundreds of people who email me about the results of having been able to use my advice. And it's just, it's wonderful stuff. That's awesome. Mr. Galloway, thank you so much for joining us on our show this week. I really appreciate it. And I will be in touch and I will see you at Wine and Dine. Sounds great, Gene. Uh, I don't know what the status is of, I usually have a booth at the expo. We don't know really all the details there. If I do, you can certainly come by there. But if not, I'm sure that we will see one another there and I'm looking forward to it. I am too. And I will be following your your training methods to the T. Thanks. And let me know if there are any questions. I certainly will. Thank you so much, Mr. Galloway, for joining us today. Everybody go uh, go check out jeffgalloway.com. Go check out the, the training sites. Um, if you're doing Run Disney, you're going to have a lot of info on, on how to train for it. If you're not doing Run Disney, sign up and do it anyway. And and then, and then check out Mr. Galloway, jeffgalloway.com. He's going to have a lot of info, just a lot of um, just help for you to get ready. And as you've heard, very supportive man that will help you. If you have any questions, just email him. Mr. Galloway, thank you so much again. Thank you, Jane. It's the most magical five. Okay, so that brings us to another edition of the most magical five. And joining us this week, we have Shelly. How you doing, Shelly? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. We're going to talk a little Run Disney and reasons for signing up for a Run Disney event. But before we do that, tell everybody about yourself. Hi. So my name is Shelly and I am a runner. I founded the Instant Run Club Run Community. So you can find us on Instagram. I'm also a pharmacist. So medication expert over here as well. I have two small children. So balancing toddlers amongst everything else can get a little bit crazy. Um, And I'm here in sunny South Florida. So just born and raised in Miami and absolutely love it. Excellent. Excellent. And you know, we, uh, we, you know, we spoke briefly before about doing run Disney. I've never ran before. I'm doing the, uh, the 5k for Mm -hmm. wine and dine. I just signed up for the 10k without knowing if I could even do the 5k, you know, but I said, you know what, hopefully by then, if I could do the 5k, I could do the 10k in January. Let me ask you a question. How long have you been running? Is it something you've always done even as a child, or is it something you picked up later on in life? When did you start uh, with the running? So it's actually kind of funny because growing up, so I'm about 5'10". I'm very tall. And growing up, I played softball and volleyball. And even on my softball teams, my coaches would always be like, oh my gosh, Shelly, run faster. (laughs) Like running was always something. When I was on the bases, they were like, oh gosh, like we needed over the fence to get her home, right? And so running was something that happened, gosh, I think right before I started having children, one of my friends was running a half marathon here in Miami and asked if I wanted to sign up. And because I just like can convince myself of anything, I said, sure, let's do it. So I trained, we ran, and that was my first real taste of that big feeling of accomplishment. Like you train months for something and then you're able to succeed. And since then I have been running 
pretty consistently. So it's probably been about my daughter's four. So it's probably been about five years I've been running, maybe five, six. And it's interesting too, because when I look at the races I've done, it's in between having kids. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, oh, this one works, you know, like I'll be postpartum enough. And so it's been a lot of fun to continue this sport that I, I came into as an adult. And I genuinely was not a great runner when I was younger. And now it's something where I have a run coach. And like, it's something that I, I love and I enjoy. And I see myself getting better at it, which is awesome. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that's definitely taken on later in life. <laughs> that's cool though, because it's not, it just shows you it's something that you, it's never too late to pick up. I'm, I know I'm starting late in life. As we spoke before, I've never ran a marathon before. I've barely ever ran before. <laughs> not, not, not for the last 20 years have I really ever felt the yeah. need to run. So, um, so, you know, this is, it's all new to me. I, uh, I've recently just started my training and stuff for it. And, um, you know, it, I feel the reason I did it is I think the run Disney events, is just, it just seems like a really, just a cool event to be mm-hmm. part of. And I wanted to just experience it. And I thought it would be good health wise. You know, I started, I started eating a, a lot better lately. I figured mm-hmm. running is just, it's just a healthy, it's just a healthy thing to do on the side. You know, uh, you know, it's a healthy habit to have, right. Mm-hmm. So running. So for me, it's new, you know, and I'm, and I'm picking it up late in life. So if I can do it, yeah, a- anybody can do it. But um, yeah. so how, how many run Disney events have you done? So I've done quite a few virtual in person. This will be my first coming up for wine and dine. Oh, so I'm really excited because on top of the fact that wine and dine is happening and we're also going to host a meetup. And so getting all the runners together and experiencing it's going to be the first in person for so many of us because of the quarantine and because of COVID. And so I've run on property quite a few times and I'm excited to you know, get through the castle and do it all. Now, what have, how many other marathons have you done? Like if you would just, do you have a, do you know your number? So I've done full marathon. This is my first full marathon now in 2020. Oh. I had signed up for one in, I'm sorry, what year are we in? <laughs> 2022 will be my first full marathon. I just signed up for the one for marathon weekend. Last year, I signed up for my first full marathon as well, but it went virtual. And I was like, I cannot run 26 miles around my neighborhood. Like I just, I want this to be in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done half marathons, gosh, maybe like eight to 10. Wow. I've done quite a few. Yeah. So I've done, and it's interesting too, because one great thing about running also is you can make it into a vacation, right? And so mm-hmm. we've done half marathons, like friends and I have gone and done rock and roll in Savannah. Um, Miami's awesome because you run along the water. So like there's different places where you can go race. And that's something really cool about the sport also is you can have a runcation. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Do, you know, do you know what your fastest time in a half marathon has been so far? I do. So my fastest time, and I looked it up recently because I want to beat that in my next half marathon. Um, because after I had kids, my times definitely got a little bit slower as my goal just became have fun, complete the race, feel good. Um, but now I want to, you know, I want to be a little bit speedier. And so my last half marathon time was 224, I believe. And so 225 around there. Um, so I definitely want to get closer to the two two hour mark. That's, that's the goal. And I have one coming up. I'm actually going to Michigan in September to run. And the goal there is to break that. So we will see. <laughs> that's pretty, that's, that's, that's pretty, I feel like it would take, I, I feel like that's what's going to take me to do the 5k. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it. <laughs> now let me ask you a question. Do you know where the, um, do you know where the, the where, uh, why they call it a marathon? And why it's 26.2 miles. Did you, do you, do you know the history on that? Oh my gosh, I don't, but do you know? I know. I, I, okay. I'll tell you right now. So 
it was there was a battle in Marathon, Greece. I believe I believe it was Marathon, Greece, and he had to run back to Athens. This is like BC time. This is I mean, this is yeah. like you know, ancient Greece, and he had to run to um to get I guess to get help for the battle. So he had to run to I believe it was Athens, and he had to run twenty six point two miles. And and I believe if, I believe when he got back to Athens, he actually died there. I think he died from running because he just ran. The whole way, 26.2 miles. Mm-hmm. But that's why they call it a marathon. 26 is, and that's why it's 26.2 miles. That so, is, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize I was going to get hit with history today. This is good. I'm full of, I'm full of fun facts, <laughs> Shelly. Full of them. Um, I appreciate it. So, I mean, I, what, what good it's done me? I've never ran a marathon, but it is a, it is a cool little interesting yeah. tip. But, yeah. um, so yeah, so this is going to be your, your, your first run Disney, mar- um, in-person marathon. Uh, mm-hmm. I hear the wine and dine is really, really fun. Are you going to do the yes. the after party on uh, at the end of it? So uh, potentially do the after. I mean, for sure, I'm going to Epcot after, right? I mm-hmm. feel like that's a necessity. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm sure I'll do the after party as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they'd be already be on, I, you know, be on sale. I can't wait for that to uh, to come yeah. out and uh, be able to. That'll be that awesome. Too. That'll be fun just mm-hmm. seeing everybody else that that has this huge accomplishment. Yes. And again, I know the 5K is is nothing really, but for me, it's a huge accomplishment for someone that's never. No. For me, it's a and big that's it. That's something too. And just to bring up like the run community, it is something that a 5k is amazing. Running one mile is awesome. Running one mile. And some people are like, I ran a mile without stopping. And you have, they have tears in their eyes because it's such a big accomplishment. So mm-hmm. do not 5k is incredible. You wear that medal and you go celebrate. Like it'll be awesome. And it's a start. My goal is to within a year, be able to run a full. That's my goal. Now it, Ooh, might, be, it yeah. might be a little adventurous. We'll see. Um, doing the five k, like I said, and mm-hmm. I'm doing the ten k in January, and then the one after that, when that comes up, I'm gonna probably try to do the half, mm-hmm. and then I'll probably do another. The because I know wine and dine doesn't do a full, so that means by that time it will be back to the next year's wine and dine. Yes, I'll probably do the half there, and then the next full will be the following January, and that's probably where I'll do my first full. So, oh, January I think that's, 2023 yeah. is my goal to basically do my first. So, really, I guess a year and a half, not so much a year, but absolutely, that's my yeah, goal to be able to run a full marathon. And you know what? If I, it, it's it's just a little, it's a little thing that I could put as like a as a as a goal. Yeah, we'll see. I that's what I always say. I'm like, I don't know if the full marathon is going to be a one and done thing. We're going to see how we feel after, but. Mm-hmm. I love the half distance, so we'll see how the full distance feels. Let's talk about this meetup, this meet and greet you got have going on. For yeah, for one done. How can or how can people get involved with that? So the meetup we're gonna announce. The meetup is gonna be Friday, November fifth, and so it's gonna be at a time also that's it's gonna be in the evening, but it's gonna be at a time where a runner's evening, so early four to five, so mm-hmm. that everybody can get prepared for the race the next day. Um, and location is TBD. We're working on a couple of things, but save the date because it's going to bring together a lot of runners within the community that we've probably met online. Mm -hmm. And we just want to finally hug in person and be like, yes, you know, like we have, we are, we're friends. Um, and I've already, so I'm co-hosting it with Sarah from Sarah runs away and like literally already ordered stuff. I have, I know you can't, well, you can see, but I, we have buttons that we're making for people and it's going to be awesome. So there's already stuff in the works. There's going to be a lot going on. And the best part about it is you're going to get to hang out with everybody else that loves Disney and loves to run. So it'll be a lot of fun, family friendly. Stay tuned, go to our Instagram page at Insta run club. And from there, we will have all of the information necessary and Everything will be worked out. Every little detail. I'm very detail oriented, so we will have everything for you. Don't worry. <laughs> very cool. And you know, and that's yeah. actually that's the day after my birthday. <gasps> oh my um, gosh, my daughter! But your birthday's November fourth. Yes. My daughter's November fourth. You know what? So... Let me tell you something. She's she's a great person then because there's a lot of famous people 
that have our birthday. I, I could go, I could crazy. spend an hour just talking about uh, the list of people that have our birthday. There's so many, Matthew McConaughey uh, really? has our birthday. Jeff Probst has our birthday. I hate myself for remembering her name, but the mom from, um, she's a tremendous actress. The mom from uh, uh, from Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm, I feel bad. I'm oh, oh, yes. She recently yes. passed away. Uh, she, oh, she's a, a lot of November 4th birthdays out there, man. Of, what? Okay, so you know who I share my birthday with? Um, Shamu, so not as cool. <laughs> Shamu's got a birthday too? No, no, no. Shamu's in September with me. <laughs> oh, 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 they said November 4th. When's your, no. when's your birthday? September 26th. So, okay. yeah. But it's funny because my daughter, so she's a Scorpio, right? And yep. I'm not, I don't know a lot about Zodiac signs or anything like that, but she'll do something and I'm like, oh, it's a Scorpio in her. She can't help herself. <laughs> we are, we are definitely, you know? when it comes to that stuff, we are yes. definitely very different than a lot of the other, um, the, a lot of the other signs. And we're probably the best one too, I think. So, I, I mean, God I, bless her. I'm like, she is strong-willed and we will just, we, we will go with strong-willed. That is, that is the word choice we are using to describe. <laughs> yeah. So My wife would call it stubborn, but I'll tell you what's even crazier. Yeah. You know, they say it's, it's Scorpios. I'll, I'll admit it. Scorpios are a little hard to get along with. I'm one of them. So I get it. I actually married a Scorpio. So we're both Scorpios. <gasps> So oh. you, can, you can understand how intense our, our arguments can be because I was going to, I mean, nobody's backing down there. That's yeah, funny. No, it's, it's, yep. She's the 15th on the fourth. So we actually have, um, we have our, our Scorpio battles for sure. That is awesome. And we yeah, are like the typical so, Scorpios too. Like we fit the, we fit the criteria. That is so funny. Yeah. Okay. We'll have a cake for you guys. Cause I believe there's somebody else who has a birthday November 4th. And so you'll meet oh, my cool. daughter at the meetup. She'll be there. And then we will celebrate you guys. We'll celebrate all the Scorpios. <laughs> I I'm into it. I love it. Yeah. My, my, yeah. My day, and that's what another thing too, is I looked at it like, this is so perfect to do this the, mm-hmm. the 5k. Cause it's like right around my birthday. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like a brand new me kind of a thing. And so, you know, a whole new year whole new yeah. and um yep so I'm, I'm very very excited for it and uh just tell us real quick before we get into your your most magical five reasons to do a run disney event yes again just say with the instagram is one more time at insta run club so just all one word i-n-s-t-a-r-u-n-c-l-u-b I spelled it right, I think. <laughs> and yeah, no, Run Club. I got it. I got it. Okay, cool. Um, go there and we do, we have so many run Disney runners within our community and expert runners, beginner runners. I mean, just everything. So you'll get the support, you'll get the motivation, you'll get tips and tricks. That's the best part. I love just everything that we can bring to the table within that community. And so you'll get all the meetup info for everything Disney related as well. I'll tell you what else too, is I've, I've also found in just a short amount of time that I've actually signed up for wine and dine. I, any of the runners that I've actually reached out to or spoken to, have, are, it's such an inviting group of people mm-hmm. run Disney community. They're very open to share their thoughts, their ideas, their training methods, their just and just give you a congratulations for getting started in this process mm-hmm. when you do it for the first time. Um, there, I've met a, a handful of people so far. You, you included, have just been very mm-hmm. open and friendly and very welcoming to it. So it's something that if if people are on the fence, oh, should I do it? I don't really know anybody doing it. You'll make friends doing it because everybody yeah. that I've met has mm-hmm. been really just awesome and just said, you know has been willing to share advice and stuff. So if there are people out there on the fence, if I, I don't know if I could do it or if I don't know if I if I don't know anyone that's doing it. So what? Do it by yourself. I didn't. I don't mm-hmm. know anybody until I met everyone that I've met after I signed up. I didn't know anybody mm-hmm. before that. So I've gotten to meet you guys all after the fact. And um, and it's just been a really cool community. And if you don't think you can do it, again, start up for the 5K and then yeah. do the, you don't have to run the whole thing. Start off, run a little bit, walk a little bit, run a little bit, walk a little bit. Use the Jeff Galloway method of, exactly. run, of walk, was it run, walk, run, right? So mm-hmm. um, intervals are amazing. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. And, and you never know, like my goal in a year is to be able to run them full. And you know mm-hmm. what? 
set a goal for yourself. It's something for you to be able to work on. And I, I'm looking, I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to being able to be part of this and achieve these goals that I'm, I'm setting for myself. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, the, just to, no, no, no. I was just going to say, just to echo that, what you were saying about not knowing anybody. And I always say this, I'm like, I am such a people person. If somebody DMs or sends me an email or reaches out, like I will be your internet best friend. So just send me something, reach out. If you're on the fence, if you're like, I don't really want to run alone, you won't be alone. I promise you that. And so reach out and I can either connect you with other runners or, you know, we can create something for you on your own. So you never feel like you have to be alone. That's so, so huge. Yeah. And again, so far, everybody I've met has been just awesome. And again, I didn't mm-hmm. know anybody. So for anyone that, that I don't know, I didn't know anybody either. And I've already, I've already met a bunch of people that are like, like this, this year is going to be a fun event. Just meeting up with everyone that's going to be running, mm-hmm. you know, bef- you know, the day before that's going to be amazing. So, so that's, a, I mean, that's just something that I think people should really take into consideration about if they really are on the fence about trying it, not only that they can do it, start small, start the 5k and then work your way up, you know, but let's get into it though. What is like, we got, we, we're going to talk about the top five most magical reasons to okay. enter a run Disney event. And there's a lot of good reasons for it. So this might even be a hard top five to really come up with, but yeah. uh, what would number five be? Okay. So number five would be all of the extras that Disney goes above and beyond for. And so in number five, we have costumes, medals, merch. And as someone who, you know, we get the medal from a race, we hang it on our wall. The medals from Disney are incredible. There you see a normal medal and then you have your Disney medals. And like immediately when my kids go into my room and look at like my medals hanging, they always go to my teacup medal or they always, they always gravitate towards a Disney one. And those Disney medals just bring so much joy. So the medals are incredible. The costumes, people getting ready for these races. We have people planning what they're going to wear for wine and dine in three months, three months. They're, they're spending three months thinking through what they're going to wear. We have people now that are signed up for marathon weekend in January thinking through. So at no other race, I'm 48 hours before I'll be like, Oh yeah, this top looks good. I'll wear that for the run versus thinking through now, what are we going to wear? What are we going to do? And so you don't get that anywhere else. You don't get that sort of extra. Everybody has really thought through these things. And then the merch, I am a sucker for good merch and run Disney merch is so cool. It's so just fun and cute. And I think it goes to everybody. There's merch for children. There's merch for runners. There's merch for men, women, everybody of all ages There's something for you. And so when you go to a normal expo, you're not getting the same type of merch that you would get at a Disney one. So number five would be all of the extras that you get at other races, but they're just really top notch level above within run Disney. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to some of that stuff too. I heard that everyone does really cool costumes and mm-hmm. I feel like this one with the wine and dine villain theme, I think you can see a lot of cool villain costumes, you know, Yes. Be fun. Yeah. So, and I can't wait to get my medal too. I, like, what's the old, the, the uh, generic, uh, the cliched <laughs> picture of the Olympics where they bite on it? I, I can't wait to just put it in my mouth and take the picture. You need to take a bite out of that medal. I want the picture. <laughs> I, I'm going to do it. So, what do we got for number four? All right. Number four is the sights and sounds. So when I, I've grown up going to Disney and every time I go to Disney, it's there's, I mean, the parks generally have a lot of people unless side note tip, if you go when a hurricane may hit, the park will be quite empty, but for run Disney events, you're the only one running through the park. And it's awesome because you're surrounded by other runners. You all have a similar goal and you all love Disney. So you're getting to see the parks in a completely different light. And the sights, the sounds, I mean, running through the castle, Epcot, all of those places that you've grown up loving. Now you 
you get to combine your hobby with this other love that you have. And so you can't beat it. I mean, even running along courses in Miami, along the water, even running along other places in, you know, historic areas, Disney just holds such a special place. And I think so many of our hearts that getting to be able to do this there is just so cool. So number four for me is the sights and sounds cannot be beat. Yeah, I, I got to feel like that's got to be so cool. You get there, it's early morning. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just, it's just running. And I, I believe, the, you know, with the cast members like cheering you on, it, it, I uh-huh. feel like that's going to be just an amazing yeah. just vibe, man. I'm looking forward yeah. to that part of it too. Yeah. So number three. Number three is the motivation year round. So something that's incredible about Run Disney and as a runner myself, when you're signed up for races with Run Disney, you have an opportunity to start at any point. So as we're having this conversation, somebody can sign up for Wine and Dine. They can sign up for Marathon Weekend. And then in three months, they will have the opportunity to sign up for Princess Weekend in February. So Disney has something. And then there's springtime surprise later on in April. And then in the summer, there's a summer running series. So you don't have to do it all, but it gives you the opportunity to one, do it all if you would like to and have that year round motivation, or it gives you the opportunity to say like, Hey, you know what? I want to start running. Let me go sign up versus some of these other races. You have to, you're like, Oh man, I just missed the window. Now I have to wait another full year for that marathon in November or whatnot. Run Disney gives you the opportunity to experience the magic all year round, which is, I mean, it's awesome. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's brilliant and it's great for runners and motivation. Agreed. So number two, number two. So what I love about run Disney is it's inclusive. There is a level for everyone, right? There is a race for every single person. So if you love Disney and you want to get into running or you just want to experience run Disney, you can, you can. And so there's the 5k, the 5k is not timed. And so the 5k, anybody can complete the 5k. I personally cannot wait. My children have done like kids races. I can't wait for them to be able to do the 5k with me. There's the 5k, the 10k, the half marathon, the marathon. And then for those people that really want to push themselves, Disney has challenges. So like I signed up for the goofy challenge in January. So I'm doing half marathon Saturday, marathon Sunday. And it's kind of crazy, but it's one of those things where it's like, well, when else am I going to get the opportunity to do something kind of crazy, right? Like I'm a mom in my thirties. This is as crazy as we're going to get. So, (laughs) so I am, you know, it's one of those things where it just, there's something for everyone. And I love that. Like every, some, a lot of races aren't like that, or a lot of races are the half marathon and the marathon will start at the exact same time. And so you have to choose what you're going to do. With Disney, you can do it all. They make it so that way everything is on a new day and you can do it all if you choose, which is great. And that's like, we kind of touched on it before too, the inclusive mm-hmm. part of it. Like, you're right. Like, I, I think it's just an awesome community. It promotes, yeah. and, it, and it promotes health, right? I mean, you, you're yeah. running, it's exercise. It's, yeah. and honestly, again, some of the most friendly people I've met have been the run Disney community. Yeah. So I, I think it's a great chance to go out there and make some friends besides everything else. So, yeah. All right. So your number one most magical reason for joining a run Disney event is? You just said it, the community. So it is the best community. And it's one of those things where I went and ran during the pandemic and not during the pandemic. We were, this was after, you know, after the the big thing. And so I went and ran at the boardwalk and it's funny because I was like, okay, I'm going to go run princess virtual with some friends. And my family's like, where did you meet them? And I'm like, online. <laughs> and so it was one of those things where it's like that I, these are people that have now become some of my closest friends and the run Disney community just cannot be beat. Like you, they're so supportive. They're so encouraging. You never feel like you're alone. Everybody is willing to help somebody out. And it's just incredible. It's literally the greatest gift that the run Disney run Disney has given to people is the community and the friendships and just 
all of that, everything that we've talked about, it's the best. And so, yes, I went to Orlando and I ran with people that have now become some of my closest friends. And I've run with them multiple times since because it's just, it's, it's incredible. It's an incredible community. And I encourage everyone, if you're thinking about running, if you're, you know, nervous about, and I'm somebody that I run, like I run alone most of the days, like I'm out there on my streets, I have my pepper spray. And, (laughs) but when it comes to running a race or running an event, like I have no problem doing that alone also, but having that community and having those people and having that support that run Disney provides you, it's amazing. It's unparalleled. So that is number one. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and I agree. A lot of those reasons are the reasons that I decided to to mm-hmm. sign up myself. So looking forward to a lot of that stuff because you know when as you see videos of it and you see people's photos of it, it just looks like it's a fun time. You know, Disney makes every event, no matter what it is, they they can make anything fun. So I feel like they mm-hmm. got to be able to make running a long a long distance for me fun. Yes, yes. And um, <laughs> and the people have been great so far. So. I think everybody should give it a shot, if you're, especially if you're just thinking about it. If you're not thinking about it, you should think about it. I think it's a great time. It's a great experience to have, and uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. I really I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to the meet and greet. And real quick, one more time before you get out of here, please let, remind everybody yeah. again one more time where to find you guys for the meet and greet. All right, find us at Instagram at Insta Run Club I N S T A R U N C L U B. We also have a website, so you can go to InstaRunClub.com. That's available. You can email me instarunclub at gmail.com. I am available on all platforms and I am the person behind the account and I absolutely love, love, love interacting with everyone. And so we are here for you. Let me know if there's anything we can do to help, but cannot encourage you enough to, you know, get out there and join Run Disney. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome, awesome season. I'm very excited. Guys, go check out Shelly. Go check out. She's, uh, listen, she's awesome. She responded to me after like the same day. Like she, she's open. She will, if you have questions, she will get back to you. She's a great person. And this Run Disney is going to be fun. If you're on the fence, telling you right now, you're going to meet a lot of cool people. A lot of, you're going to make some new friends. So just do it. You know, get, get some exercise. There's so many, so many benefits to it. Just go out Mm -hmm. and do it. And if you think you can't do it, Start off small, start off with the 5k and again, run, walk, run. You don't got to run the whole thing. So just, just have mm-hmm. fun with it. And, and maybe, you know, you know, you're in a year, hopefully like myself, we'll be running marathons. Shelly, mm-hmm. thank you so much for stopping by today. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. It's been awesome. All right. Well, I'll, I'll see you soon. Cause I'm definitely going to see you in November for the meet and greet. So I'll see you soon. I will have a cake ready for you. Oh, that awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see you later. Okay. So that brings us to another edition of the most magical five. And joining us this week, we have Joe DVC runner. How you doing? Good. How are you doing, man? It's good to see you. I'm excellent. We're glad to have you here. I'm new to the DV, uh, not DVC. I'm actually been a DVC member, but I'm new to the run Disney community. I know you're really big on the run Disney community. So I'd love to talk to you about that a little bit. And also DVC. So you're, you're a DVC member. Oh, absolutely. We, uh, we own at, um, uh, animal kingdom lodge. That's where I own animal kingdom. Yeah. I love it there. I love it there. I I typically stay at the boardwalk because that's my favorite. So I always got to try to work it and finagle a way to stay at the boardwalk. But the Animal Kingdom is uh, where my, my home resort is. And, and uh, it's definitely an experience there. You know, oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, you, you can be there um, and not even visit the parks. I mean, it's own experience. Yeah. So we're going to talk about um, your most magical dining options in Disney. And, uh, and then maybe we'll talk a little run Disney as well. But tell everybody a little bit about yourself before we start that magical five. Oh, well, um, I'm pretty basic. Um, obviously, I'm a big run Disney fan. I've been running for three, four years now, fell in love with the community. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's become a part of my life. And man, I've been doing Disney for my entire life. Uh, going back as a little kid, I remember going five, six years old with my parents. And it's been going going on and on. Actually, I brought my wife into the Disney 
community. We bought into DVC, which I always will say, sometimes can be challenging to get rooms, but it's the best purchase we ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, love it. And now we're in this run Disney community. And man, I love it. I love it. The encouragement, the people are incredible. Absolutely, Absolutely incredible. And uh, and you're, you know what? You're right. I agree. Same thing with me. DVC was one of the best things I ever did. If you go to Disney often enough, it's a no-brainer. I mean, you'll pay for your, you'll, you take a couple of regular trips, non-DVC, and you'll pay for your DVC in a few trips, really. So oh, it, it makes, yeah, it's complete, makes complete sense to do it if you're, if you're someone that goes often enough. So I, I love it. I'm glad we, we signed up when we did and, and uh, proud to be a member since. Absolutely. So, and the discount doesn't help, doesn't hurt either, right? You get, you get, you get a nice little 20% discount and 10% at most restaurants. So it's a nice little, uh, nice little discount you get with it too. So, but well, and then the, the, the annual pass discount is very helpful. And then, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So uh, we're going to talk a little uh, dining. I, which is, I'm a foodie. So I love, mm-hmm. I love my dining options in Disney. I feel like it's the best, one of the best, one of my favorite things about Disney is all the, the options to eat at, you know, there's not even a bad option in the bunch. It's, this is a, this is a, this has got to be a hard top five for you to do because there's so many that could probably be in a lot of top five. So let's, let's kick it off. What is your number five? You know, this was extremely hard. So I, I just want to put it, it's like trying to pick your favorite child. It's incredibly yeah. hard. So I'm, I just want to start off saying I eliminated Disney Springs. Unfortunately, I love Disney Springs and that just brought way too many in. So okay. I am starting off Kona Cafe breakfast at the Polynesian. It's, it's a tradition for my family. Every trip we have to go, um, the Tonga toast, the Kona coffee, the Loco Moco, the experience. I love it. I know a lot of people love Ohana, but I'm actually a Kona Cafe fan. I love it. And it's the value. It's the yeah. value that brings me back every time. It's one of the few Disney restaurants that you can walk out extremely full and, and your pockets are, are still pretty full. You know what? I agree with you, too. I love Ohana. Don't get me wrong. And I, I, I even like Ohana for breakfast. But if you're talking about what's a better breakfast, it is Kona Cafe, partly because of that Tonga toast. That Tonga toast is one of the best breakfasts on the on the planet. Um, I love Ohana. Don't get me wrong. I love their dinner. But like when it comes to breakfast, if I have to pick one or the other, I'd much rather do Kona Cafe, especially with the it not being a, a character breakfast right now, I'd rather much do Kona Cafe. That Tonga toast, the coffee there is fabulous. I, I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Number four, I'm jumping over to the Magic Kingdom now, and I have to do Skipper's Canteen. I know there's a lot of great restaurants at the Magic Kingdom. Um, a lot of people, uh, Skipper's Canteen, we love the Skipper's Canteen. The taste like chicken, chicken is fabulous. One of my favorites. Um, they have the Family Falls Falafel which is mm-hmm. one of the best appetizers. And don't quote me, I don't know if they still have it, but it's off the menu. It's not on the menu, but they have a Brazilian cheese bread. That really? was fabulous. Better than had that. wine and dine. Um, it's not advertised, and I don't know if it's still there after everything that's gone on, but it was delicious. Oh, wow. I don't think I've ever had that. But I do. I, I, I like Skipper's Canteen. I love just the, the atmosphere there. It's a fun place to eat. The, you know, I, I just, yeah, I do love it. And the dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, right. And someone was recently <laughs> telling me too about the, um, I haven't had the steak there, but someone recently was telling me that I should try the steak there, that the yeah. steak is really good. So I got to, I got to go back and try that. But um, yeah, I love Skipper's Canteen. It's a, it's a cool place right over there in Adventureland. All right. So, and, and, and for the, for people who love vegan, a lot of vegan options there too, compared to a lot of other places. I mean, everyone's in Disney is doing a lot of vegan options now, but Skipper's Canteen, I think is one of the better vegan options for, for our vegan friends out there. But, um, yeah. but number three, what do we got for number three? Number three, we're going to jump over to Animal Kingdom Park and we're going to do Tusker House. We uh, love Tusker House. The trick for us is, and, and again, with COVID and everything, I don't know how things are 
but we used to book it around 10 30 11 that way you get your breakfast and it kind of shifts into lunch and you kind of get both sides of the world but mm-hmm. we love that bread pudding there is fabulous absolutely fabulous yeah. we love our tusker house love tusker house i can't wait till they start doing the character stuff again animal kingdom is like sneaky is is it's one of those ones i think it's i honestly pound for pound think it's the best best food at any of the parks like epcot don't get me wrong they got all the pavilions and you got like all the the festivals but if you're talking about just restaurant like sit down dining options i feel oh, like it's absolutely. animal kingdom all day absolutely uh, you nailed it on the hedging i mean you've got yak and yeti You've got um, Tusker House. Um, there are so many options. Tiffins. And then the quick service. The quick mm-hmm. service, you can't decide where to go. It's yeah. mind-blowing. Santuli Canteens. Santuli Canteens. Harambe Market. We love Harambe Market. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. Best, food in the, best food out of all four parks, I think. And again, I'm not trying to... I, I love Epcot. Epcot's my favorite park. And Epcot does have a lot of great food when it's the festival time. They have, but I just find... Pound for pound, it's it's Animal Kingdom, and it, they have it's different flavors that you'd get other places too. So absolutely, that's that's what it is. It's those different flavors, and and honestly, not to give away too much here, but I don't have anything on my on uh, from Epcot on my list. I mean, wow. there's good restaurants, but there's nothing that blows me away at Epcot. All right, well, what's what's number two? Hollywood Brown Derby over at Hollywood Studios. A lot of people, I don't hear much about it anymore. We love it. They have a sneaky good margarita flight. Very, I don't know if you've had it, Dean. I haven't. Flight. Definitely got to try it. It's very good. Obviously, you've got the Cobb salad. You've got the signature burger. You got the rolls. And everything is consistently good. We have never had a bad meal at Hollywood Brown Derby. So we've got that number two. And I just love the theming of it. I mean, it's based on the Brown Derby out in LA. Cobb salad, my wife, I don't, I've never gotten the Cobb salad. I don't like hard boiled eggs. My wife, my wife loves the Cobb salad. That's what she usually gets when we go. I'll usually, I I feel like I haven't, well, I haven't been there since pre-COVID. So it's been a minute for me to actually have not, if, to have been there, but I believe I used to always get like the, the pork, it was like a, like a pork chop that I used to always yeah. get from there. If I remember correctly, like it, yep. it had like an, an apple, um, it had like apple slaw or something like that. Yep. With it, so it was really good. But uh, yeah, I have to get back there. You know, now you're making me hungry. I haven't been there in a, in a minute. Um, it's been like three years since I've been to the Brown Derby. I got to get back there actually. And again, this list is killing me because uh, there's so many good things. And yeah, I'm so hungry right now. (laughs) (laughs) So what do we got as your most magical dining option in all of Disney? Okay, this restaurant, we're jumping over to Animal Kingdom. Fellow DVC owners at Animal Kingdom, you know where I'm going, Sanaa. Sanaa is always bread service, tandoori chicken, butter chicken, the animals outside. It's just the whole experience is fabulous. The drinks are great. Sanaa is our must. And now that they got Sanaa to go, that's huge for us. We love it. I've had it two, three times per trip now. Just go grab some Sanaa to go, take it back to the pool. Oh, Sanaa is our number one. It's not glamorous. It's not California Grill or anything like that, but we love it. I love Sanaa. I love the bread service. The, the To me, it's, it's I'm a, I, you know, I love, I love bread. I love my carbs, but that bread with the dipping sauces and that it's there's not even words to describe that the bread there's like the, the all the flavors of the bread you got all the flavors of the sauces it's that's one of my favorite that's one of my favorite meals in disney hands down is, is the breads i love the bread service there and you know what else too is i find it to be where people i guess i don't know if it's because it's where it is it's a little out of the way because it's animal kingdom i feel like i feel like people sleep on sana a lot i love yeah. sana and i don't know if it's because people are afraid because they think maybe the flavors are going to be too crazy for them to to really try but sana is one of the like it's not a hidden gem because i think a lot of people do know about it but i feel like still 
still not a lot of people. I feel like, you know what? I think Disney crazed people like ourselves love Sanaa. Yeah. I think if you're not like crazed about Disney and you don't really, you don't really educate yourself enough about all the dining options there are. I feel like those people don't try Sanaa enough because they say, ah, well, I don't really know about African, African cuisine and, and whatnot. And, and they don't try it. I love it. I think it's one of the best experiences hand down in Disney. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we love it. And I, I agree. It's, it's, it's kind of a, a little bit of a hidden gem. Um, obviously, the Disney fan, Disney community knows about it. But yeah, I, I could see. So let's let's keep that quiet. We don't want them. <laughs> yeah, and that bread service, man. Oh, I love. I, I'm thinking about it right now. Like I, I, I maybe I should go take a ride <laughs> right over there. How um, many times? How many times have we filled up on the bread service and then right? we're like, okay, this package our dinner. We'll take the dinner to go. We I, filled up on the bread. I've done it. I've done it numerous times. Um, yeah, I. It's it, and that's the thing about Disney meals in general. The, the you always get a good serving it's yep. portion size are always huge so you always get to that point where you're actually at dessert and you're like you can't even eat dessert like i know i know it didn't make your list but and i know we were talking about springs but like homecoming's one of them that yeah that that um have you ever had the hummingbird cake oh yeah that hummingbird oh, yeah. cake is like to die for but sometimes but that chicken is so is so filling chicken is so good that hard boy oh no the um the devil eggs, eggs there oh you just sometimes you just can't get to the dessert so like my trick is always i'll i'll, I'll have that sometimes and then what i'll do is i'm eating somewhere else i just have dessert i'll, I'll i won't eat dessert at a different restaurant but i'll have dessert at at homecoming, I'll go like to homecoming later on that night and get dessert there. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of stuff like the Disney's. Just their portions are always phenomenal, so it is hard sometimes to to get to dessert. But the best part is you just bring it back to your resort and maybe eat it like for a late night snack, you know? Because or the, or the next morning. Sometimes, I, listen, I've eaten cold. <laughs> I've eaten my cold meals sometimes the next morning because oh, I've yeah. been dreaming about it all night. By the time I'm replenished to eat again, so. But uh, I love the list, man. I do. It's it's making me. It's made me absolutely starving right now. I haven't had this, lunch yet. This is so hard. I mean, okay, I was I, I like. I wanted to eliminate the springs. Signature dining, they're all great. So I'm like, yeah. all right, we're going to put a lot of those aside. Even the lounges, baseline. Yeah. Uh, Victoria Falls, Nomad Lounge. Oh Nomad Lounge is great. I love Nomad Lounge. You just hang out. Three hours in Nomad. Yeah, Lounge. just sit on the sit, just sit down and just enjoy the the little bit of breeze you get. Look at the water. I love it. I love it at Nomad Lounge. We we but, we always tease. We're saving. We're saving the snow leopards. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little run Disney. I know you, you you're coming back down for run Disney. I'll be do I'll be doing my first event. We were just talking about it before. Um, how you've been doing it for how many how many years now? Uh, about three years now. What would you say has been your favorite run Disney event so far? Uh, my two favorite weekends definitely wine and dine weekend and then marathon weekend. Marathon weekend you have to take that weekend a little bit more serious considering you're doing a 5k 10k half marathon and full marathon all within four days so you got to take it a little bit more serious the training there it's an incredible weekend and it's definitely more run focused wine and dine i've always loved the theming uh i love the after party you're still doing a 5k 10k half marathon but you don't have that full marathon on the fourth day so you don't have to take it quite as serious and the environment is incredible um so those are my two must-do weekends awesome yeah do you have any tips to train like what, what can i do to, to get myself prepared for at least a 5k at least well you know number one thing is make sure it stays fun keep yourself motivated don't burn yourself out take your rest days make sure that you know you're not running day after day and then you know slightly increase uh, maybe just do an increase once a week where you bump up the miles but yeah, I mean, it's definitely dive into the um, run Disney community, you know, and, and there's a ton of support, ton of people out there. And yeah, it's a ton of fun. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The uh, it's it's going to be a nice little change for me. Like, you know, and it's funny, too, is I just moved down to Florida and I was like, you know what? I'm taking the back roads to get to Disney. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, what? I'm curious how far 
is dizzy. Like, and so as I'm doing it from my house, I'm realizing, okay, well, this is how far I'm going to do. Cause I know that the 5k is 3.1. So I'm like, okay, so if I was running a 5k, this is how far I'd run. I'm, so my wife's sitting next to me and I'm like, I was like, this is pretty far. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like we've gone a big distance. And that's only 3.1 miles. And then we got to the 6.2 and then long story short, like it wasn't even, I live closer than a full marathon to Disney. So I'm like, if I ever get to that point where I could, then I could just run to Disney at that point to the Springs. <laughs> yeah. I could actually yeah. run to Disney Springs and that's, and, it, and it's still not even a full marathon. Yeah. So I was like, eventually I might have to just maybe do that. Like, you know, if I can never get myself built up to that, I might just do, Hey, let me, it's on Sunday, maybe run over to the Springs, like literally run to the Springs. Once you get that small taste of the 5k and mm-hmm. you see what's going on in character meet and greets and the camaraderie and the music and, and, uh, the people cheering you on as you come across, then all of a sudden your head's like, well, you know, I want to do that with the 10k. I want, mm-hmm. I want more. And then you're then you're at the half marathon. I want more. And then next thing you know, you know what? I'm gonna go into full blown training mode. I'm gonna do the marathon. I I got to do it all. Um, cool. And it is, it is one heck of an experience. Cool. I'm looking forward to embracing it, man. I really am. It'll be good. Uh, it's good exercise to boot, right? It's a it's if there's any habits to have, running a marathon is a good one. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I plan on checking that out. And, uh, but yeah, thanks Joe for, for stopping by DVC runner. Tell everybody where to find you and, and what you got going on. Well, just DVC runner on Instagram, you know, um, I'm just posting on there and then we're popping in and, you know, training, getting ready for the next run Disney event. So we'll see everyone down there. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much for stopping by, man. Be well. All right. Thank you, Dean. All right. So that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute, and this week's Disney TV and Movie Movie Minute, as always, is brought to you by JSA Creations. They make all your ears come true. Go check them out. They make the best ears in the business. Um, as a matter of fact, they are they actually making exclusive Disney Underground ears and the Magical Lifestyle ears, which uh, Victoria and Emil will actually have a pair of uh, very soon. And they look gorgeous, guys. I uh, can't wait for you to see them. Um, so yeah. ears? What's up with that? No, no ears. Well, I mean, you're just giving ears away. She gets um, in ears, and she gets in ears. Well, they're, they're, not you. Proud here. I don't. I'm. I'm not getting ears, Chris. It's, I'm not getting them either. Okay, going well, now I feel you? better. Well, now I feel better. Well, okay. I, I got. <laughs> I got. You know what? I got some dad jokes for you. No. Okay. Keep going. Disney minute. All right. What's uh, TV minute? Here we go. Movies. All right. Here we go. You ready? All right. So coming on Disney's Plus uh, this Wednesday, September 22nd, we have Star Wars Visions, a series of animated shorts celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. The anthology collection brings together some fantastic visions from several of the leading Japanese anime studios. Uh, so if you like anime and you like Star Wars, it's like the perfect marriage, right? So check that out. Dog Impossible Season 2 Dog Behavior Specialist Matt Beisner works with canines to help modify their behavior and develop a healthy relationship between the dogs and their owners. And then we also have Spidey and his amazing friends. Spidey teams up with Ghost, Spider, and Miles Morales to make Spidey, make the Spidey team with some assistance from Spidey's comical but loyal Spider-Bot Trace. My kid loves this show. Spidey yeah. and his amazing friends. Yeah. It's like little animated Spider-Man. He's got like spider buds. They do little spider quests. My kids really dig it. They're like, yeah. Sp- spider guys doing spider things. And you know what? You have to nowadays when you have young kids. Guys, I have kids. I'm older than you. FYI. All right. And so my kids, you ha- you, you got to kind of lead a horse to water. 
Like I was like letting my daughters watch, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Droid Tales on Disney+. Plus. Now they love Star Wars. So something like this, Spidey and His Amazing Friends, that's the bridge to the MCU. So these are important little nuggets that Disney, little trails that they're leading to get your children into the MCU. And it's working because this show's great. Oh, and it's like my, a good, it's a gateway movie into that genre, yeah, right? It just gets is them it, talking like they it, know Spider-Man. And they're, because they're not reading comics. My kids are four and six. They don't read while well, the six-year-old does. See, I remember when my, my kids were four and six, their gateway movie was a Bronx tale to lead them into all the other gangster movies. They started with <laughs> At about four and six, they started with a Bronx tale. Because yeah. I felt that was the, the tame one for them but then by like five and seven they were straight up into goodfellas and sopranos nice well done yeah. well done I mean, dad i wasn't gonna listen you, you don't just take a child and put them right into sopranos you gotta start slow with yeah bronx tale first yeah, yeah. and then you go from there and you know god you know godfall and goodfellas they they come after that but uh yeah i mean th- that was their first one and then we also have spooky buddies in a race against a no good hound, the buddies and their new friends. Pip, Zelda, Rodney, and Skip must stop War Warwick, the warlock, and save the world from the, his dastardly deeds. That sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'll see it. It's spooky, buddy. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Last but not least, or maybe least, depending on if you like it or not, uh, the fault in our stars, two cancer-inflicted teenagers, Hazel and Augustus, meet at a cancer support group. The two of them embark on a journey to visit a reclusive author in Amsterdam. Have you guys seen that movie? We no. have. I have. Sad. Yeah. I can't even. I can't. It's one of those movies you watch once and you can't watch it again because it's too sad. It is. Um, all right. So that's going to do it for this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute. Uh, let's let's talk about our topic this week. Our topic talk this week's topic. I don't think we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but we're going to talk about uh, what we're looking forward to most in for this year's you know 50th anniversary. Not this year's. It's the it's the only 50th anniversary. They don't do a 50th anniversary every year. This year's 50th anniversary celebration at Magic Kingdom. So um, you know, there's a lot of good stuff going around that they're doing and that they're going to be launching in the next few days, really. So what are we looking forward to seeing most, doing most during the the 18 month long 50th uh, anniversary celebration. And uh, let's, uh, who wants to start? Let's go with Bondo. What about I'll start. Why not? Well, I'm going to tell you what I was most excited about that didn't come, and then I'll tell you what I'm excited about. Sure. I was really excited for the Tron ride that was supposed to be ready for the mm-hmm, 50th mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to go to the 15th anniversary because Tron is going to open up and I'm going to be there with my Tron hat on. I'm going to Tron it up. I'm going to feel those vibes. Wait, Jeep. the Tron ride. The Tron ride. Is that that movie? That's the ride that's based on that like that C-list movie that Disney had years ago? I'll carry on. I won't even pay that <laughs> Um <laughs> I listen. I grew up with Tron. I was a kid in the '80s, and I loved Tron. See, I said '80s guys. You're like, what? And I, I don't know whether they have a personal connection with it. So I was really excited for the ride. I mean, I'm sure you guys have watched the YouTube videos. It looks bonkers, phenomenal. It's going to really reinvent Tomorrowland uh, in the Magic Kingdom. I really think the whole aesthetic of Tron is going to start to creep its way. And good, because Tomorrowland needs it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was really excited for this. And then, you know, uh, a little pandemic hit. The the wallet got a little tighter with Chapek. And they said, you know, know, we'll we'll kick that down the road a little bit. So that leads me to what I am excited about, because I'm an attractions guy. I'm excited about the actual opening of Ratatouille beginning at the park. It's in previews right now. So 
you can sneak in and check it out. But it's an actual official pre um, opening will begin once the 50th begins. And listen, you want to when you want to have a party, you want to have something big. And I think this is the big thing that they're bringing to the 50th this year at Epcot, having this major attraction open and a whole part of the land in France. It's a whole new area. So it's a really big event. Uh, people are already checking it out, really loving it. It's really fun. They've done some beautiful work in that pavilion. And so I'm stoked about getting down there and uh, checking out Ratatouille. Uh, when I was in Paris, they hadn't launched it yet. So I had never been on it. And uh, so I'm really excited. And it's like the reviews so far are top notch. It's only going to be better because they're still in technical rehearsals. They're still tweaking we're still changing. We're going to get the best version of it when uh, the 50th begins. So I'm excited about it. And that's my number one excited thing for the 50th anniversary. How about you, Vicky? Um, what am I? I'm super excited for Ratatouille. I did get to go on Ratatouille already because cast member previews and the and? in Paris. It's adorable. I think it's so cute. I will say I get very sick on it because I get motion sickness very easily. What? And you are on a trackless ride and you're going through 3D screens and then 4D experiences where you're actually like, they've actually built up a scene. And yeah. That just like really gets to like my motion sickness. So like I do get a little motion sickness as long as I don't drink coffee right before I go on and I have a <laughs> to sleep, I'm fine. Um, but yeah, it does like get to me a little bit, but it's so cute. It is a carbon copy of the one in Paris. Like it's exactly the same. It's so cute though. It's adorable. I love it. What am I super excited for? I had an idea and then I started talking about Ratatouille and now I can't remember what I <laughs> Can I just um, mention there's this thing called Dramamine you could just take before you go on Ratatouille? You wouldn't have to worry about your sleep or your, no, your coffee no. situation. Just get on there, girl. I know. I'm a big, big crybaby. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'm just excited for the atmosphere. I feel like it's going to be – everyone is going to be so excited. And it's crazy because I was looking through, like, pictures that my parents have of the very first time my mom ever left, like, Queens, New York. And they went to Disney World in 1976. Um, so it's a five year anniversary of Disney World. So it's it's crazy to look at those pictures and see where they are and see the castle and see because I'm a Disney baby. Like I grew up going to Disney every single year since I was like three months old. Actually, I went to Disney when I was in the womb. So like it's crazy to just see like 50 years and how everything has changed just in the past 22 years of my life mm -hmm. and see like the changes that Disney has gone through and the incredible things that Disney is going to have. I'm excited for my cast, like my my 50th anniversary. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to get that. Um, mm -hmm. And just like the atmosphere. Oh, and Enchanted. I'm so excited for the new fireworks show. Can I stole mine? She stole mine. To be honest with you, she stole mine too. I didn't want to I'm say I'm so it. sorry. Oh. I was no, like, I mean, everybody's so excited about the, the two Harmonious and Disney's Enchantment. I mean, it's going to be epic. I'm hoping. Yeah. I was super leery when, like, Wishes went away. I was salty about Get Out. I was like, y'all just ruined my life, taking away my wishes. And then, of course, freaking Happily Ever After blew everybody away. I mean, I know there's still some, like, psycho, diehard Wishes fans. God bless y'all. Happily Ever After is bomb. And so Disney's Enchantment. I can't wait. And then Harmonious, like all the music that they've released so far with Voices of Liberty and like all the people that are involved, Luis Fonsi, who's my Boricua person, bro, he's in it. Listen, like it's just, it's going to be a thing. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm serious. Go ahead. <laughs> 
I'm that excited because fireworks, you know, I just get a little extra, a little excited. I feel that. Like, I was super sad when I got rid of wishes. Like, I grew up on wishes. And, like, yes, I was cool. super excited when I got rid of, like, um, electrical crate. And then fog. Yes. Fog is amazing. And it's nice playing. Um, what is the one in Disneyland? That they have right now? Yeah, what is it called? Dude, like the whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pink the Night. Pink um, the Night does sound familiar, though. Look it up. Okay, it didn't to me. So but- the soundtrack, it had that whole techno-y thing, but it was, like, modernized. Mm-hmm. And all the floats were bomb, like, all the freaking colors. And Tink is all flying and crap. It's a whole thing. It's that song. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen... Can we do this again? Oh. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I love this song. I love to paint the night. Oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I don't know. That's just my opinion. You know what? That's going to do it for this week's show. Only, and the reason why it's only going to do it for this week's show, and I don't have a topic talk because, uh, Victoria hogged mine and Emmy's. Emmy wanted the fireworks. I was actually going to talk about the whole overall ambiance that's going to be there, like the atmosphere. That was my thing too. As soon as she said atmosphere, I'm like, Oh, great. <laughs> that's, that's mine. And then she went and she took fireworks too. And M was like, Oh man, that's, that's fine. So, um, Victoria's no longer welcome back on the show. You're no longer welcome back on the show, Victoria. Vicky was just excited about so much stuff, man. Listen, we're break. I'm like a disgusting like Disney Parks nerd. Like Disney nerd, but like Disney Parks especially. So like yeah. I'm like I became a cast member for the 50th anniversary. In order for me to actually like thrive and enjoy my life, I have to work at Disney. I, I, I listen, I understand that completely. Um so having said that, I don't have a topic because I just, I don't have a topic anymore. But that was what mine was. Mine was me the overall <laughs> atmosphere, ambiance of what and just the being there and the, the excitement of the people. That was really my thing is just being around other people that are excited to be there to enjoy this thing too. It's almost like being at like a boarding event. There's almost like that the energy you feel in the crowd, right? When you're at a big event, right? A big sports event. Same thing with this. I was excited to feel like the energy from the people that were there um, or that will, that will be there. I'm excited to be there as part of that energy. And I feel like it's going to be not only is a new fireworks show, all sorts of new stuff going on. I, I really feel like you're going to just be able to walk in and there's going to just be something like in the air. You're just going to feel it in the air. And that's the part that I can't wait for. Like, again, I won't go into sports, but it reminds me of the time where I, I as a Nick fan, I went to the first game that Carmelo Anthony played for the Knicks. They got the trade, they brought him in. There was like an intent, like the Knicks had been bad. For, they've been bad for a long time, even before, even now. Back then, they were bad for a really long time. And I remember there was this, just this excitement and this juice in the in, in the crowd when you, we, we finally had a star player on our team. And it was just like, it was like such a, an insane, you just felt it. You just felt it in the air. That's the same kind of feeling I'm looking forward to with the 50th, is just to feel it in the air. Forget about the new fireworks show, which is going to be phenomenal. I'm sure it's going to be like insane. Forget about everything else. Just feeling the intensity in in the crowds is going to be something that I think it'll be palpable. I think you'll be able to actually. I think it's it's going to be describable. It's going to be tangible. It's going to yeah. it's going to be it's going to be along like anything else. So that's the part that I'm really 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 looking forward to. So well, I also um, think that it's gonna it's gonna not just park wide, right? It extends out into the resorts. It extends yep. to the whole yep. resort and like wh- whether it's aesthetics, like they've been painting signs and changing the look of the whole resort to, to kind of be a part of this 50th anniversary. So I think it's it's going to be a huge vibe. It's going to be super fun. And I'm interested to see what shakes down, you know, and I'd love to get down there. But they're missing a Tron ride. I'm just saying. Yeah. Should be yeah, I, I think that's for 
once the crowd for the 18 month celebration of the 50th is gone, you need something else to hook people in. And yeah. that's what the Tron Rise is going to be. Let's hold off on it now because after everyone does the 50th, we're going to need something to bring them back into the, right. into the, into the, into the parks. And that's what we'll hit with the Tron Rise. Sit there with a big tarp on it for two years is what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's, it's a business. So I can, I can get it to an extent. But um, yeah, that's going to do it for this week's show. So before we get out of here, let's do a little bit of thank yous and a little bit of announcements. Uh, we already kind of went over a bunch of our announcements this morning, or this morning, <laughs> at the beginning of the show. Uh, we're going to be on um, Magic of the Mouse Radio. Hey! Applauso! Um, and we'll be, uh, we'll, 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 we're joining, uh, we like theme parks and a number of other good podcasts. Uh, so go check us out on there. We'll be starting there October 5th to start to hear our show. You can hear the show at the normal place, like right where you're hearing it now, streaming all over the place, but you'll also be able to hear it on, on the radio station as well. And you know, they're all over Roku, Alexa, Live 365. I mean, radio.com. I mean, everywhere, basically wherever you can find radio, online radio stations, you're going to find it. So go check us out there. If you're not hearing us on the stream, but yeah, we'll be there soon. And it'll be every, every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern, and then also um, on Saturday mornings as well. So, uh, you know, looking forward to that. Also, let's also thank for stopping by Olympian Jeff Galloway, Shelly from Insta Run Club, and Joe, the DVC runner on Instagram. And let's say thank you to them for stopping by, talking to us a little bit about Run Disney and the Run Disney events. And I'm looking forward to it. I know I'll be I'll be running in Wine and Dine um, in November. I'll also be running in January. I know Victoria's family runs at them. The only thing is, I don't, I, listen, everyone knows I'm having surgery in October. I'm hoping I will be. I might not be able to run in November. It might be too soon after my surgery. I'm hoping I could still do it. So I might have to just like bow out of it. I already paid for my spot in the 5K, oh, but yeah, yeah, I'm hoping I still can. Okay. I have I have the thyroid surgery in, in October, so I'm hoping I can, but uh, we'll see. You know what? Yeah, you're right. I could at least walk it to 5K, right? So uh, maybe I'll just do that. But uh, yeah, so let's... Uh, Let's say adios to the to our uh, our guest crew today. Let's start over with Victoria. Victoria, thank you so much for coming on and helping us out today and and being part of the show. Thank you. Well, thank you. And uh, again, guys, you get to see Victoria here and see Victoria once YouTube launches in in about a month or so this fall. So, Victoria, again, thank you so much. Let everybody know where to find you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm working on social media. So my um, Instagram handle is going to be Vicky, V-I-C-K-E-Y, like Nikki, um, Mouse, M-I-U-S-E, at 71, because Disney World 71. And yeah. All right. And then let's kick it over to Emmy. Emmy, thank you so much for joining us today and helping out. I appreciate it. Yeah. And another one, we'll, we'll be having a ton of fun on Insta, on, I'm sorry, Instagram, on YouTube very soon. <laughs> yes, so sir. Thanks. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming in and let everyone know where to find you. Yes, sir. Uh, IG as well, Emil underscore Enchanted. Emil is E-M-I-L-L-E underscore Enchanted. Yeah, for some Disney Universal Florida shenanigans. Follow along. There we go. And my man from the North, Bondo, Chris Bond from the We Like Theme Parks podcast. Tell us where to find you, buddy. I mean, everybody knows. I mean, that's an awesome show. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, but, but tell, just tell How us. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, you can find us over at, at We Like Theme Parks or you can check out the pod anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, it's all over, you know, Apple goog all that stuff and on magic of the mouse radio and congratulations again gene for joining us on magic of the mouse so glad you're joining awesome. us so pod is definitely worthy and amazing and so glad we're going to be doing this together very fun and if you just want to check me out i don't know at bondo chris bond it's a much sleepier instagram it's like pictures of my kids so check out we like theme parks that's the one you want to check out for all your disney and universal funnies we're over there 
making jokes and having a good time. And check out the podcast if you like having a good time and you like Disney and you like Universal because that's what we do. We have a good time. Uh, but thanks again for having me, man. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Hey, and just tell everybody to find the, the We Like Theme Park puppet instagram oh man yeah it's it's like we like theme parks puppets but with a bunch of underscores uh and if you're into our show and you're into like the muppets and puppets they do <laughs> puppet versions of some of our episodes awesome. which is crazy town it is really funny this guy is really creative uh and does some amazing work and he does it fast the minute one of our new episodes drop by the way we drop two episodes a week not a big deal he <laughs> has the he has the puppet version the next day out and we're like man take it take a break you know uh, but anyway, it's very cool that uh, we have some fans that do some fun things. And uh, yeah, man, who knows? Hey, maybe it could be Disney Underground, the puppets. And listen, never know. Maybe one day. You never know, man. That'd be super fun. I'd love, I'd love to see the Muppet version of Eugene. That would be amazing. Big glasses. You are a Muppet. I, I, was say, I think I am a Muppet. Face. I already am a Muppet. You know? Very handsome Muppet. I, well, yeah. thanks, Chris. <laughs> but, uh, and, hey, <laughs> and I just also want to thank for. Uh, for introducing me to these uh, these great fellow podcasters here, Vicky and Emmy. What a fun time. Uh, you guys were amazing. So thanks for hanging out with me. Yeah, great meeting you, man. Yeah, you too. All right, guys. So that's it. That's for this week's show. So uh, again, my name is Gene. You can find me on Instagram at The Magical Lifestyle. That's going to be at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. And remember, guys, have a great today, a better tomorrow. We'll see you next time. <laughs>